Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, paranormal seekers, and let us go into the abyss. Join us to open your mind, both of your ears, and all three of your eyes, and discuss all things supernatural. We believe that we all learn from each other, and we all have a lot to learn. What will you learn today? Here are your hosts, paranormal investigator Sean Gilmore and chaos witch Zorina Crow, Crow, Crow. I, I got to do it. Zarina. Do it, do it. Crow, just crow, crow, crow. crow. And you know what? It doesn't look as cool since I shaved this off. I don't, I don't, I, I hate looking I at myself you, right now. I, I, I think you look, I know I love it. I think you, you look so fantastic. Oh yes. Well, I, I went on a hike I, on I, Saturday. If you were single, I would definitely swipe right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, want, <laughs> I like nice. that. I it like that. Okay. You're well, definitely I, a Yes, I went on a hike on Saturday, and I, you uh-huh. know, I had my beard still, and and my my top lip was sweating, and and then I did one of these things, and I was like, I was like, oh crap! I just probably gave myself like the corona or something because I went and touched my face, <laughs> wiping sweat off. I was like, I, so I I came home and I looked in the mirror. I was like, you know, I look like my dad, anyways. I'm just gonna shave, I'm gonna shave it off, and I did. And as soon as I was done, I regretted it, and uh, here I am. And with that. Okay. Everyone, welcome to Into the Abyss. Um, this is my back home from vacation show with a special guest, Tim Shaw. How's it going? Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm so glad to have you back. We had fun. A lot of fun last time. Yes. Oh, you're, yes. You're, it was, you're, and that was an impromptu one. I, I, I just walked into the shop for something else. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. That, that that was a lot of fun. So I'm excited. Well, I'm excited to see what... What comes up here? I know everybody's kind of out of sorts because of COVID nineteen and everything. So um, nobody's schedule is uh, looking like what it used to. And I'm happy. <laughs> I hate. I listen. I first of all, I hate people. So there you go. <laughs> I'll just throw it right out there. I hate people. I love Amen. this. You know, I can I can sit back and yeah. uh, this. You know what I'm what I'm doing. We just we just purchased a new house yeah. this year, so. Uh, not being on that grueling, you know, schedule and not filming and not doing everything this year, it for me it, it's been wonderful because I have worked, I have put so much work into this house and I absolutely love it. I love every every inch of it. But I'm not going to lie, I do kind of I do kind of miss you know being out there and, and seeing my friends. That's yeah. I think that's the hardest thing is is uh, not being able to go and, and run around and. You know, when you go to different places, you have friends in different spots. So I, those I meet. I, I do miss them. But, I mean, we do Zoom stuff, and, uh, you know, we end up doing crazy stuff. It just, hey, what can I tell you? Listen, it, I can I, I can either pay big money and drink with them, or I can just go drink at home and save money and just be a stupid <laughs> on Zoom. Things don't, mad, don't change that much. 
like that on House Party. We have a blast on House Party. And there's the craziness ensues on House Party. I'm just saying, Sean was a witness. I just don't, you know. (laughs) I'll tell you what. I've actually been spending more money on alcohol because my kids haven't been to school since <laughs> March. <laughs> so, like I, I, I shared a post that I saw on Facebook. It says, "So are we uh-huh. spending money on school supplies or more money on alcohol?" Like yeah. I think some people took that as a joke, but I was kind of being serious because these kids they need to get out of my house. Well, you know, I will, I will say this. I have a love-hate relationship there, you know, with people. I mean, I love most everybody, but if I have to go to Walmart, oh, my God, I'm about ready to throat punch someone in, in like, two seconds, like, literally. Supermarkets. Just, Same yes, way. I literally, mm-hmm. I can't do it. I literally am going well, to know, I will, doing I will like say this. I have a love-hate relationship. People are, are you know, with me and I mean, I love just everybody. I'm an introvert, but as, if I have as, to go to Walmart, so, oh my God. you know, when I get around that crazy energy, um, I'm just like, nah, I'm good, you know? I'll, I'll let you guys in on a secret, what I do. Yes. I go, I go shopping. I do all the shopping in the house. Since I retired, mm-hmm. you know, I do it all anyway. So what I do now... It's great because I have a mask on. I have mm-hmm. earbuds in, but they're not connected to anything. They're just put in my pocket, so I'm uh-huh. not listening to anything. And then when people start making eye contact with me, I pop my sunglasses down. Nice. And this and and, and nobody talks to me. It's great. And nobody I love talks it. To me. You know what I used to do before COVID nineteen? <laughs> I would only go to Walmart at like twelve o'clock, no earlier than twelve o'clock in the yeah. morning. Yeah. I, and now it's like I I don't go to the store now. Um, yeah. We have Myers. It's open a little bit later, so I'll try. Mm-hmm. So there, I just I don't want to. I don't want to deal yeah. with. Well, I. You know, it's funny with me. I it's my wife will not go shopping with me. She sends mm-hmm. me. She just gives me a list. She sends <laughs> me out. No matter what, no matter what it is, if I have to go to Walmart or whatever. And the reason the reason is is because it's a military operation with me. Yeah. Because of the fact it's like you know what, I know the layout of the store. I go directly to where I have to be. I get everything I need, mm-hmm. and I'm at the checkup. Don't talk yeah. to me. Don't do anything. I get home. And, yeah. you know, it, it's funny because I never was like that. And yeah. now it, I think because I traveled so much last year, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, with the air, you know, with all mm-hmm. your connections mm-hmm. and missing connections and having to rent cars and running around. Yes. I really got into that mindset where it's like I got to know exactly where everything is. I have to have a purpose why I'm leaving the house, you know, and yeah. and that's it, you know, and I and I it works out great for me, and yes. it's and it's fantastic because people come up and go, uh, 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 don't talk to me, goodbye, leave me alone. <laughs> you don't know me, you never knew me. I I'm not even here. I'm a, You're a ghost. It was the am- ghost of yeah, the ghost of Tim Shop. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like a good book. That's a new title. I know, right? <laughs> Listen, I'll be there soon enough, okay? He could have been like an ex-spy who got killed on one of his missions and now he's a ghost. And so he has to relive different missions or just do different things. That would be a fabulous book, Tim. I'm just saying. No, you know what what missions I would? Here's the missions I would relive. Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) First of the month, Walmart, locally, no. Well, it was crazy that when it was really, really bad and on lockdown here in Florida, 
I literally walked into the Walmart that we had and, and there was literally like the, the guys in the green, what do you, um, in, in Bruno section standing guard. What do you call them? The national guard or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was like, what a day of this as I'm trying to get freaking grapes and tomatoes and the national guard is watching me. I'm like, it would freak me out. It, it did. I, I was like, so I go in like Tim says with the mission, get everything on the list. Boom, boom, boom. And go. I don't stay any longer. I don't dawdle. I just don't want to be there. I don't blame exactly. you. I don't blame you. I worked many years in retail and food service. And I, that's mm-hmm. where a lot of mine comes from with where I don't want to go during peak hours if oh the worst thing that my kids could say is dad let's go to the mall I don't want to do it I mean I I worked for Nordstrom I worked for K Jewelers I worked for Macy's and uh it's it's I don't want to relive that and that's just they just they just opened up our large mall here yeah and uh you know I'm gonna be honest with you I can't wait because I'm gonna listen to the police scanner just because I can't (laughs) wait to hear it ought to be like 25 minutes before the first fight starts, you know, (laughs) but you know, here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. People have been, people have been so pent up. They're stuck, you know, and they're, you know, we're living in a society where this is the norm to go out. You know, we don't, I mean, I've always cooked. I've always, you know, I've, I'm one of those people that like, you know, I would do get the basics I could possibly get and then just, not worry about like traveling or whatever. And a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people aren't used to that. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, years ago, and I'll be honest with you, years and years and years ago, I decided I, I attended some classes at the uh, Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. And that just like stuttered me like for two solid weeks where I was just like, you know, the four days there, it takes you like two and a half, three weeks to get over it because you just you just like back mm-hmm. it all up. So a lot of it is the fact that I really got that mindset where it's you have to be a little bit more productive in your own life. You can't depend on anybody or anything really. Uh, mm-hmm. And then when I when I got sick and I had the chemo and everything, mm-hmm. uh, I really I appreciated that because of the fact that it didn't bother me not to you know to be on the couch every time I had surgery. Uh, mm-hmm. I was on the couch for two weeks, you know, so uh, it was it didn't bother me. And now uh, it was we moved into this this house the week of the big shutdown, the big, you know, when mm-hmm. it hit, especially here in New York State. I mean, it yeah. was bad. And the day that my furniture was delivered was the day just before. I mean, I am talking like everything was shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, there was nothing going on. So we were really lucky, and I had taken and I had made a list. I went out, I got everything I possibly could have needed for this house, and three weeks later, I mean, I, I, I emerged. I think that's the best way to s- describe it. I emerged. <laughs> I did. I, I did some shopping, and and that was it. But yeah. it's a it, it's a crazy mindset because a lot of it people is. aren't. That you know, everybody wants to be pablum fed, and everybody's looking for a scapegoats, and everybody's yeah. looking for an excuse, and every and you know what. The buck stops here with me. You know, I, mm-hmm. listen, my health is not the best because I don't take care of myself the proper way. You know, I don't eat mm-hmm. all the good stuff I should be eating. So it's my fault. Uh, I mean, you have to go and you have to take that responsibility onto yourself. And it's the same yeah. thing with getting through all this. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. to take that responsibility, put it on yourself, and then go on from there. Uh, my buddy who's a Marine 
usually on you guys. Hey, listen, you guys, I'm just going to tell you something. You guys, you know that you rate with me because Wednesday nights, I'm usually at the beach drumming. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I I said, no, I'm not going to go because we had the schedule. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I, I yeah. like you guys. So well, I, I decided, you know, really. I mean, so, I mean, I wanted to make I didn't want to miss the interview. And one of my buddies there is a retired Marine. And his okay. his advice to me always has been embrace the suck. You know, <laughs> I love that. Suck. Life sucks. So embrace it and get going and get over it. And. You know, I'll tell you what, I've gone and I've done that, and it's the greatest thing in the world. And I've never looked back. I'm 60, I just turned 63. And I got to tell you, it's it's what it is, man. It's what it yep. is. And you just have, you know, I, I giggle a lot. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I just giggle and, a lot. And and everybody's and you, complaining, and I just giggle. You got it. Well, you've got to you know get what? the best of it, right? You can't just. Exactly. Life, yeah. life does suck. And you know what? You're going to yeah. get past it. And then guess what? Life's gonna suck again. It's just like a, you know. It's like a. Yeah, it's like a. It's what it is. It's like a you spinning wheel of. It's the wheel suckiness. of life, baby. It's the wheel of life, yeah. and that's the way I always look at it. And you know, my I, I have yeah. some friends that are Algonquin, and they they said the same thing. You know, they're elders, and it's like it's the wheel of life. You know, and if yeah. you're a carny, it's like everybody takes their turn in the barrel. You know? Right. Yeah. You know? That is true. Yeah, really. That is true. And I love that because that Embrace the Suck is actually from one of my favorite movies. So it was like when you said that, I just kind of just chuckled and I laughed because it reminded me of something that it was like, well, I hadn't watched it in a long while, but um, I I do. I I absolutely agree with you. There's just, you know, you can make an opportunity out of everything. I started writing again. I hadn't Mm -hmm. because I was so busy with trying to do, you know, this, this, and this, and this, that I put everything off on the shelf. And now that the shelves are kind of all toppled down, you know, I had to pick up things and rearrange it. So I've always wanted to start writing again. So that's Mm -hmm. what I did. And it's allowed me to process a lot of rage and anger and not sacrifice anybody lately or, you know, so... (laughs) Put anybody in a jar. So it happens. Hey, hey, listen. If you, if you, if I, I call it my medicine cabinet. If you had seen, if you had ever seen the, the candle work I've, I've been doing, you know, yeah. you'd understand. I, yes. I, I can, I can relate to that. But yeah, yes. you know, you got, that was the, you have to. You know what? You have to. You yeah. have to go and overcome, and that's yeah. that's the important thing. And yeah. you know, a lot of people. Uh, it just it drives me insane because they have to yeah. be entertained. And whatever happened to not being entertained? Whatever happened to, un- yeah. you know, really, 
uh, letting things flow over you like art yeah. or, 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 you know, allowing yourself to be so creative that you're able mm-hmm. to go and do what you do. That's why mm-hmm. I think a lot of paranormal investigators turn around and they hit mm-hmm. that brick wall and they bounce off because they don't embrace what's going on around them. They only yeah. know what they've seen on TV or whatever, and they lose that creative, that whole creative yeah. vibe. And, you know, that's what we're doing. I mean, how many yeah. times can we repeat the same thing, the same lines, use yeah. the same equipment, do this, do that? It's the same thing with spirituality. It's the same thing mm-hmm. with metaphysics. It's all the same thing. Yeah. How many times can you do that without personalizing it, but without thinking outside the box? Because mm-hmm. otherwise you're not going to be successful. And, and that's what, yeah. yeah. And that's true. And especially for me, because I've had a lot of suck lately. So I had this big, huge conversation with but my may I, But may I say that you yeah. you may have had a lot of suck lately, but you look lovely. You look <laughs> lovely tonight. I'm going to tell you that. Yes, you Listen, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you even look better. Uh-oh. Glasses on. You even look wow. better. Uh, you're you making look her blush. Look at that. I know, no. but you know what? My my OCD drives me nuts because, you know, my hair is split blonde and black now. So what drives me crazy me is too. if the part, you yeah. know, and so I'm like looking at myself trying to be conscious not to like OCD about my part. But, in it, it, you know, but back to my spirituality, I think I've reset things because I had a conversation with my guides and, and the things and I was like, you know, with everything like, you know, Tim was talking about uh, embracing the suck. I had a lot of stuff that happened. And I'm like, what the hell, guys? Really? I mean, really? What the hell? Exactly. I said, if you guys do not reset and do something and help change whatever, nobody's getting any liquor. Nobody's getting nothing. I'm going to pack your ass up in a box. Because I was done at a point. I was done. And it was really funny because throughout childhood, every time there was going to be a big change in my life, there's always been a significant omen. Elvis shows up in my life. I don't know why. Either in a dream, a post, a song, something. So three times this week, Elvis has shown up. So I know that even though I'm still in that part of life where I'm embracing the suck and the rage and pissed off, I've not put anybody in a jar, but I'm focused on taking whatever that I need to do to change for me, purging shit. I mean, like, I've cleaned out, purged things out for, like, boxes and boxes and stuff was very cathartic. And I think that is true to our spiritual nature. Mm-hmm. Sometimes and for us to have that breakthrough and to level up, okay, and say, well, we've hit here, you know, and I had a very significant kick, crazy-ass dream nightmare that I told Sean that involved St. Michael and a battle and everything like that. And it, and it, you know, when it got to the part where everything was in the 11th hour, you know, he said, you've lost your faith, which pissed me off, you know, this dark energy, energy or whatever. And I'm like, so it just humbled me, but pissed me off at the same time. And it was just like, no, I'm going to get up and fight. And that's where everything just blew it, blew but, apart. But and everybody our, gets that. Everybody yeah. gets that, that dark night of the soul. Yeah, Mother, yeah, it is. Mother Teresa worked for years yeah. with that same mentality. And I yeah. thought to myself, if somebody like her can go and, and yeah. overcome that, and the rest of us can do it. And I think, well, I what also I think what ha- what helps you more than anything else yeah. is you're you're a chaos practitioner like I am. 
I mean, I am. I'm, I'll come right. You know, my religion is spiritualist. I will always say that my, I, yes. you know, I always say that I'm a spiritualist. But yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys know my biography because I hang out yeah. with all sorts of people in the craft and Santorians and, and hoodoo yes. practitioners, voodoo practitioners. I, I love that about Pentecostal you. Christians. I mean, yeah. I I hang out with everybody, and the one thing I can say is mm-hmm. being a chaos practitioner. Yeah. You can, you know, it's so much easier to purge spiritually because yeah. now you're not like, you know, I, I always tell people it's like rip the duct tape off your ass because yeah. you know what? You've got to start thinking and think with your head, not your butt. Right. And yeah. being someone that does this, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I'm not afraid to, I'm not afraid to go and yeah. just say, you know what? This ain't working no more. I got to yeah. start looking into this. I got to, you know, I'm not yeah. going to go, oh, oh, we're not, we don't recognize it. Well, good for you. Right. I recognize mm-hmm. it. I have yeah. my deity. I do this. Yeah. I do that. You know, I, I might mm-hmm. be a card carrying spiritualist, but I got my I got my uh, 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 I got an altar. I got my effigies of Santa Muerte mm-hmm. and Papa Cello and, yes. know, and, yes. and all the rest of them there. Mm-hmm. And it works. And that's what the pro- that's yeah. what the pro- proper thing is. Right. You can't go. And you can, people get people get too tied down with the whole, you know, the whole organizational shit thing. Organ. Organizations are created by man. And, man it's, it's a, it's a great mechanism. That's I, all it I, is. This is exactly why I call myself a spiritual yeah. Catholic. Yeah. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I mean, here I am. I'm a Catholic. Mm. I, but yet I do it. I, I, I have other spiritual ways. I, I don't think that I could go to church and go to confession. I don't think that confession is the answer, but here I am. I'm Catholic. I'm sorry. Well, here's here's I feel the like bottom there's a line. lot more to it. You got to learn I, from it, right? I went but, and I I I attended a lecture probably yeah. about twelve years ago. It was uh, the former uh, president of the National Spiritual Association of Churches married a former Jesuit theologian who taught at uh, mm-hmm. uh, Georgetown University. It was a comparison between Catholicism and spiritualism. Mm-hmm. You want to know a secret? The only difference there's two differences. In everything, one is the one is the deity of, of you know the divinity of Christ. Of mm-hmm. course, that's that's a big one, but it's just the names that everything is called. Yeah, yeah. And I that's afterwards, I, I sat there with them, and I was able to really get some in depth you know mm-hmm. uh, uh, time with them. And he looked at me. He says, "If you want to learn about mediumship, mm-hmm. if you truly want to learn about mediumship, learn about the life of saints." Yeah, yeah. And I did. I did. I'm not going to lie. I started researching yeah. it. And sure enough, he was 100% correct because you know what? It's all about it's 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 all the same thing. Now yeah. I was brought I up. I, I I spent the first eight years of my life at a Polish Catholic school. Now mm-hmm. let me tell you something. I'm not Polish in any way, shape, or form. So that was a and I had I was you know taught by nuns and you know very strict nuns, the Felician sisters, and the big mm-hmm. thing is is that. If I had been taught Catholicism the proper way, the way the Jesuits yeah. would teach you, mm-hmm. I probably would never have gone out. And again, I've had, you know, my relatives yeah. were in the Louisville Assembly and they're all spiritualists and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I probably would have stayed mm-hmm. Roman Catholic, except I would have gone and investigated and I would have gone more mm-hmm. and accepted more of the miraculous, more mm-hmm. of the metaphysical uh, mm-hmm. that, that, 
Roman Catholicism has to offer. But at that time, I mean, it was like, you know, it was like a, an assembly line thing yeah. and it was crap. It was crap teaching. I'll come right out and say it was the, yeah. it was the shittiest teaching you could have ever had for a religious organization. And, uh, you know, so I went looking elsewhere. However, yeah. what was nice is it kind of came full circle and I was able to go and learn more about Roman Catholicism yeah. and like spirit, my, my brain, the spiritualism, there's no, no, no saints, mm-hmm. no this, no that. Hey, you know what? We got a guy here in, in Lackawanna, New York, that's on the fast track of being yeah. a saint. And if you study his life, there is, I'll, I'm hard pressed that anybody will not say this guy was not one of the greatest mediums there were mm-hmm. where, I mean, he, mm-hmm. this guy, this guy found a gas well that powered his churches and he uh, had a, a home for unwed mothers, orphanages, mm-hmm. training facilities, the gas well, this guy's been dead. I don't know how many years, the gas well is still is still powering everything. Nice. What is mm-hmm. this? You know, he's he he was you know he could bilocate. Mm-hmm. There was so much so much about him. He was yeah. more, so miraculous. And when he with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When they moved his, they, they exhumed his body. Mm-hmm. And they they took it over to at the it used to be a hospital now it's a, a like a like a adult living center and that sort of thing but uh, mm-hmm. they put him down and they opened the they opened the coffin and he hadn't changed that much he was embalmed so that could be it but uh, they knew he was special so they kept the you, you know the jars that they keep the uh, uh, like blood and organs in mm-hmm. yes uh, I can I can never say the proper name for it but when they opened up one of the jars. They examined his blood, and the white corpuscles were acting as if they were still in his body. Oh, wow. After being in wow. the ground, after being out of his body, after being, you know, pumped out, and before they put the embalming fluid in him. Mm-hmm. So you tell me that this is mm-hmm. not miraculous. This is not the sign of a medium. This is not the mm-hmm. sign of something special. And my, you know, and I, I brought it up to like one of my, one of my uh, church, uh, uh, when I used to serve a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought it up to one of the people there, and they were like, oh, no. Oh, no. We don't know. Saints, no. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Right. Wait, Wait a minute. Apples and oranges here, right. guys. Mm-hmm. You just got – listen, it's almost all the same. You know? Yeah. And, and, and at that point, that's when I decided that it was time to uh, rip up my card and become – just kind of be someone that's hanging – you know what? I'm the guy – if we were back in the 1800s, mm-hmm. I'd have the wagon going from town to town. That, that would be me. Nice. <laughs> you, know, you know what, though? It's funny how if you pay attention, what your spiritual path were to lead you to. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was brought up Jewish again, mm. but not with a good teaching. 
And so I was brought up a Jewish without a good teaching. I was never in bar mitzvah. And so then I get into my adulthood and I'm having these paranormal experiences and I'm looking for protection. I'm looking for these answers. I'm not finding exactly Mm -hmm. what I feel like I need. I find myself down this path that I find myself turning, you know, I, I got baptized Catholic in my twenties, my late Mm twenties, almost 30. And now here I am investigating the paranormal, um, learning again to do tarot cards and, um, I, I honestly, I wear my Apache tear more than I wear my, my crucifix for protection. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just a matter if you pay attention though, you're led down a path. You're supposed to learn these things. And, but you know what? I'm glad I learned a Catholic faith and I'll, I'll, I'm glad to take my kids to church and all of that, but I'm glad, I'm glad that I was introduced to St. Michael, Archangel Michael, Raphael, all of them. They protect me and my family and they, they work with and them on ch- my investigations. It's And your chicken foot. And my chicken foot. <laughs> I call it my crow foot. It's my crow foot. Your crow foot. My but daughter, I, I my daughter to comes to my house and goes, Dad, I want I want a chicken foot. I go, what the hell do you want a chicken foot for? <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I've been studying a little bit of voodoo, and I know that you've been hanging out with. Mm-hmm. I said, you want a chicken foot? She goes, yeah. I said, okay, hold on. I got one in the basement. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can have there it. But it, it's funny because yeah, what I like, I, I like chaos. I like you know chaos magic. Yeah, I like overlapping religions and philosophies. Yeah. I like to be able to look at the commonality of everything yeah. to see what is, you know, mm-hmm. what the differences are and what is very very similar. And when you start doing that, mm-hmm. you know. I, I that's where I kind of I guess I lost my uh, the whole thing where I I use external uh, external elements to go in for protection. You know, I started actually I ended up evolving into a whole philosophy of of uh, uh, everything is energetic. Everything is vibration. Everything is frequency. And I kind of stripped away uh, of my you know, I kind of stripped away the guides, the the personality of guides, the personality of, mm-hmm. of you know, saints or protectors. And it's just higher vibrations, lower vibrations. And with me, it's funny because I just, you know, I always I always have a prayer. And at this, I usually mm-hmm. freak the people out around me because I usually say, yea, though I may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because I'm the meanest son of a bitch <laughs> in the valley. And th- it freaks them. But for me... I don't have that fear. I've lost that fear. Of course, I mean, I was brought, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I was exposed to spiritualism and all this other stuff when mm-hmm. I was 1972. What was I, like nine years old, 10 years old, something like that. So, I mean, I've been working with it a long time, but I don't have that fear anymore. I understand mm-hmm. what people need when we go and counsel them. You know, they need re- they need cognitive reinforcement. So whatever mm-hmm. they need, that's fine. We'll talk about it. We'll do it. We'll do rituals, whatever. But when I work... I just don't, I, it's not, that's not the way I work, you know, but I, I, I love that. But that's, what's so nice about chaos magic yeah. because it's like, whatever works for you. So I open up my, my book of shadows and I, and I look in there and go, Hey, let's see, this guy is saying nasty things about me. Oh, we're going to, sh- we're going to have a shut the F up spell on this guy. Oh, here's my <laughs> intent. My intent is right here. Bang. Okay. 
I hope I hope you have a whole hope you have a stud for that hole in your in your tongue when we're done. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I always I like to call it a paradigm pi, a pirate. Like we pirate a little bit from everything, you know. And like for me, I I love the aspect that I'll always respect and love the traditions that we come from and learn from like you know the voodoo and, and Sandri and just mm-hmm. the, all, all the rishas and all that meld of and like with me I worked with the mother Zaje um, and it's just a very powerful mm-hmm. uh, moment they have uh, just uh, different things that they have you know just reflected into my life um, in certain things and teachings um, but I also love the aspect of just connecting to that core source where everything just is a nothingness, but something. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. And you're, and, oh, you're yeah. in, and you're in that source, and it's like sticking a fork and a light socket, and you're connecting, and you're making your sigils, you're making your your servitors, and you feel that that empowerment, and you know you, you, that's all together something. A different sense of magic that you it's that wonderment that you always knew magic was it's not like that sympathetic magic which is still good magic but it's just something just at another yep. level especially yep. when i know that you know when you start to work with your aha um you know that is at itself defined my life in that moment um when i you know, had that connection with my holy guardian angel, that that changed my life. You know, exactly. so it, it 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 was just it it was just crazy that what and even thinking about it back in my mind of how everything happened, even how the animal, the dog that was in the house reacted um, to it, just as a confirmation of that energy was a very powerful thing. And I've always been connected to uh, Saint Martha. And it was funny because when you said her name, I immediately chills went down my body and I saw her come up behind you and she was all in white because I typically work with the white St. Martha. And uh, she was just like, she kind of just nodded. She kind of had that little wink of it and like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know. I feel you. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. So it's just like, so thank you, Tim, for bringing that connection and that reminder because well, at that moment she stepped right up and right. just connected. Right, with exactly. Me. Did I ever tell you about uh, me coming across the Canadian border with my Centamorate effigy? <laughs> did I ever no. tell you that one? No, well, you, know, you know, originally Centamorate was the patron saint of cartels yes. and drug yes. and, and, and yes. the very downtrodden. So, yes. you know, now she's becoming a little bit more family, I guess, family yes. oriented. So yes. I'm up in uh, uh, St. Catharines, Ontario, which is uh-huh. probably about 45 minutes, an hour away from my house. Uh-huh. And I have to cross the Peace Bridge. Uh-huh. So I go up there. First first of all, I go I cross the Peace Bridge and they go, the, the, the guy goes, Why, where, you know, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm going to attend and speak at the... Uh, Witchcraft and Voodoo Festival up in St. Catherine. <laughs> the guy looks at me and he goes, what are you going to talk about? And I said, well, I said, I have some haunted objects in the car. Yeah. I said, yeah, you know, so you know, he, was, he was funny, you know, he let me go. So I go up there and they gave me a four foot Centimorte effigy. I mean, this thing is big. So Did you strap it in the back seat with the seatbelt. 
Exactly. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do that? Right. So, you know, I'm not going to put it in my. You know, I got an SUV and it's dirty and stuff in there. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to leave the stuff in there. You know, I so I put it, it in the seatbelt. You know, and I'm driving, and I I'm in I'm in the lane, getting ready to go go through you know inspections. Can I ask one question? Did she call shotgun? Oh, she called shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I, almost, I almost had her in the front seat with me. I love so, it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm coming through, and the guy the guy is like, deadpan. What are you doing? Well, it's just up, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, the Witchcraft and yeah. Voodoo Festival. Bringing anything back? I go like this to him. I got the door prize in the back seat. Looks in. <laughs> looks in again. Looks at me. Have a nice day. Never looked at my ID. Never looked at my license. <laughs> Have a nice day. I love and, it. I and love that's, it. And that's happened. That's happened actually quite a few times because yes. you know a lot of times I there at one of the haunted uh, locations here, uh, the Virgin House. Yeah. There was a, a little Harlequin doll, and uh, people just got like EVPs at like swearing yeah. and really nastiness. So it started freaking out the uh, granddaughter of the woman who owns the house, and uh-huh. um, they asked me if I wanted it. Well, you know, I mean, I'm. Down here, I mean, this is all the legitimate stuff. I have all the crazy stuff on the other side of the computer screen. And uh, I said, yeah, I'll take that. So, you know, wherever I go, she comes with me, you know. And a lot of times she'll be sitting out, you know, I'll I'll be going to speak. And I'll cross the border, and I'll have I'll have her sitting out of my backpack, and the cat I'll just point to her, and the guy's just like usually like whatever. And so the question came up: uh-huh. Well, why you know have you had a problem with her? And I'll, I said no. I said Sadie, you know, to her she likes the name Sadie. I said, yeah. Sadie, I don't have a problem with Sadie. Sadie and I get along great. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, we can't understand that because she was always so like belligerent. I said, listen, I said, Sadie has gone to more places, more states. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Then I take my wife. I said, so Sadie is always with me. She goes, she gets a lot of attention. People are like, oh, my gosh, we tell her the story, tell the story about Sadie. Yeah. And no, I have no problem with her, you know, so you never know. And and but she's 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 funny. But I love when I love when the uh, uh, customs usually goes. In this car, you have haunted objects. Yeah, I said, see that big foot locker in the back? It's full. I said, I got about 12 Ouija boards. I got to have a nice day. That's so, a, have a nice you, day. Go. <laughs> you just totally give me an amazing idea. 
I, one, I want to see if I can find one St. Martes that goes on the dashboard. You know, like the little hula girl, but a St. Martes. I want a Buddy Christ that does that. Come on. You guys have seen the movie, right? I've been wanting a Buddy Christ ever since I saw that freaking movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. You just reminded me of the I do. I love that movie. But then I want, he's kept just, I just put this in my brain. I want a bumper sticker that goes on the back of my windshield because you know I got that uh, my um, big huge minivan kind of thing and put uh, like uh, what is it this vehicle can contain haunted objects that would be the most protective (laughs) freaking thing on that vehicle because you know ain't nobody gonna try to rob your your vehicle if you know they got haunted stuff in there because most well, people are superstitious. I'll tell you what. I have the supernatural star of protection on the back window of my SUV. I get uh-huh. looks for having that nonsense on my car. I can only imagine. <laughs> well, I want to <laughs> get one of those. I've just been in the process of cleaning and, you know, getting my yeah. van ready. And I'm getting, I'm going to get ready to do all that. But i got to see if I can find that. That's awesome, Tim. I love that. So, see, you, you know, just... So Tim, brain. Tim, real quick, sure, real quick. You said yes. that you have some haunted objects in the room with you. Can you share one with us? <gasps> I have, have to. I have to get up and get it. Do you want me to do that? I, I will not be upset. We would love you a long time. Yeah, very long. Time. Sure. No, hold on. Awesome. Yes. Impromptu ideas. I should have I asked know, him right? before the show, but I just like. I will tell you, you're so much. I, I like the Sean Gilmore without the beard. You like the Sean? I don't know. I, I feel yes, like. I, if you're so like shiny. If I, maybe if I was like skinnier. No, you're so shiny. Oh, it's just so happiness. I'm so like wide it. and round. No, you're not. You're just fluffy. <laughs> but okay. it is. It's just like you I'm have a non hair. I'm a skin. You, I'm, a, I'm a fleshy teddy bear. You, no, you just have a, a just this glow about you now. Are you moisturizing? All I'm saying, just moisturize. Are you moisturizing? <laughs> I, I've been off of week. Well, I, I took a week vacation. I yes. lived the salt life for a week, and then yeah. I worked for a week, and then I took a birthday vacation with my family. When I say birthday vacation, like literally everybody's birthdays in July, but mine. Mm-hmm. So I I swap like each year. I'll take my vacation in the beginning uh-huh. of July, and then the next year I'll take it in the end of July because, uh-huh. like my my son's birthday is the beginning, my youngest yeah. daughter is in the middle of July, and my oldest daughter uh-huh. is at the end of July, and then my wife is the day before my son's birthday. So it's like July is just like birthday time. So I took a well, I will say whatever vacation. the salt water did. Yeah, 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 work. I need well, I need to yeah. move to the closer to the ocean. I can feel that she just took whatever was necessary. I was talking to the ocean. And, and I was out there in in the ocean. I was at the uh, Myrtle mm-hmm. Beach State Park, um, yeah. and I was I was talking to the ocean. We were talking to each other. I know yeah. I'm weird, but that's, that's what we were doing. That's, no, that's Jimmy Yeah, and yeah. Yimiya, she she is in the top of the ocean and Olukun. He he or she it depends on how he represents to you is the bottom and the depths of the ocean. So I really feel that did that they did a lot of healing with you, especially to be honest. So it's good to see it on you. Awesome, thank you. What have you got yeah, for I, us? What you say? I see. Well, I brought you Sadie. Sadie is my favorite. Nice. Oh. Here's Sadie Ooh. from the uh, the Virgin House. Oh. 
And uh, this, uh, uh, the doll, they actually, they, they have some video of the arm actually moving by itself. And uh, it was always real negative, always very, very negative, oppressive in the room when she was in it. And she's got a little chair that they gave me, and she sits in the chair. And they used to have her up there. And the EVPs were always really terrible. And it was funny because uh, when they gave me her, one of the guys came up to me and said, listen, I just got a call from a, a psychic in, uh, I think it was Oklahoma, who had was familiar with Sadie, mm-hmm. and said the doll's afraid. And mm-hmm. I don't – well, I understand it because they want to, you know – you know, I believe that everything has consciousness. Everything is vibratory yeah. in nature. So uh, everything has some kind of life. So, of course, it's going to be afraid. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, when I got her, I actually I put her in the front seat with me and seat belted her in. And it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm going down these, these farm roads. And there's swamps on both sides. And I looked at the doll. And I swear I, the, the head moved. <laughs> you know, it's my imagination. But I swear the head moved. I looked at it and said, listen. You make a sound, you move, you're going right out that window. I'm just telling you right now. And uh, But I never had a problem with her. There's some that I have to go and I have to cleanse. Her, I never had to. She's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, she's you know, again, I think it's I think it's respect for the pieces. Yeah. I really do because I respect the pieces. I love the pieces. Uh, the most I've ever gotten. And I've got one, two, I got three cabinets right now full mm-hmm. of haunted objects. And uh, mm-hmm. I have... Uh, uh, one, two, I think I'm looking over there. I got four, mm-hmm. I got four foot lockers full of Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. And the most I've ever had ever happen here is some knocking. But mm-hmm. let me show you one of the, the more fun pieces. Well, well, before you go and go on the next one, mm-hmm. I, have you done any like spiritual work with her? I feel a lot of sadness coming off of her. Oh yeah. yeah. There's, there, I think yeah. there's a lot of sadness. I think there was whatever uh, that was, uh, atta- and I won't say attached I believe it's mm-hmm. part of the consciousness of the piece. Yeah. Uh, I believe it was like it. I think it was loved in the beginning, and then it was like tossed away. And I think that I think that had a a, a, a profound influence on why yeah. it was negative. So I, uh, with me, you know, right now she hasn't really been mm-hmm. out of out of the new basement here because I I had yeah. everything locked up in trunks for years, uh, but. Because of that, I think that she's a little itchy. I think she wants. To, I think she wants to go on a little, a little adventure with me. I, I do. I feel that. And what she says to me, if it's okay if I say that, sure. she was connected to a young boy around seven or eight, and there was a family, and there was a death and a passing. So it was just like she says, everything got rearranged. Everything got rearranged. And it would make sense. I, it would make sense. And, and she says, "I got, I got lost in the in the mix." That's now, what she said. That did, what's interesting? What's interesting about what you just said was uh, when I asked the woman who who gave me the doll, uh, I asked where it came from. She goes, "I don't know." Yeah. She goes, "It appeared here one day." So somebody actually must have picked this up. Could have bought it at Goodwill or whatever. Yeah. And just taking it as a trigger object, yeah. not caring about it, and just left it there. She, and she, I've done that. I'm not gonna she, lie. She says, "All these times when I'll use it as a trigger object, and I'll ask for uh, some sort of communication mm-hmm. with the doll. I'll say, you know what? You can keep this doll, or you can keep this toy. All, all I need is for you to say hi. 
And if Jesus. it does that, or if I get a knock, I'm like, okay, I'll keep my end of the deal. I'll yeah, all that, but that's that's placating too. That's placating spirit. I've had yeah. I've had uh, uh, children, you know, the spirits of children who have been stuck at locations, and in order to get the family to be able to move out, like calmly, because mm-hmm. there there was a lot of poltergeist activity, mm-hmm. uh, I would bring in a toy and offer it to that yeah. entity, to that energy, mm-hmm. and say, this is yours. And I would tell the people, mm-hmm. don't touch it. I'm going to put it in the closet. It's theirs. Yeah. And that usually placates it. But, yeah, so I think I think she was just, I think she was just, like, left and, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know. she And you got to understand, too, expectations with paranormal investigators mm-hmm. play huge amounts into the evidence that they get. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. you, know, you know, you walk in there and you, you say – this thing is bad. I heard it's bad. Mm-hmm. What do you expect to get in in evidence? Yeah. You're going right. to get something like attracts like. So, mm-hmm. you know, with me, I, I always try to make sure that I play neutral, you know. And, and, and that, that's the same for me. When <clears throat> I go into something, I don't want to know nothing about nothing because I want my own, you know, uh, you know, you know, <laughs> And I can't even know what I'm talking about right now, but I know Jim knows what I'm saying. I know what you're and, talking about. Yeah, that I want just that to meet everything with its own energy yeah. and to understand it at a level because without other people's perceptions, because exactly. that can that can alter yeah. you if you're if you're told you're you know you're bad, you're bad, and this and this, you're going to go in with that understanding, exactly. and that's and that's how you're yeah. going to look at it. Well, I've I've always gone into investigations with an open mind. You can go. Yeah. There are certain places that have the rep, you know, of having mm-hmm. negative entities there, and mm-hmm. I don't go in there expecting that. That's because number yeah. one, that's not the type of interaction I want, and number mm-hmm. two, that's I, if I get it, I get it, and I'll deal mm-hmm. with it. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to expect it because, like you said, you get what you mm-hmm. what, you're going to get what you expect. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. You, go, you put you the go energy on. out there, you're going to get it. You go to a you you go to a um, I'll just put in qu- air quotes mm-hmm. uh, a haunted location. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're putting intent out already. Yeah, you're going there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you did your work, you did your homework. You already know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You're putting it out there. Yep. The location is going to try hard to go and give you what you want. Yeah. And that's what a lot of times happens. And so you have to be careful. Hey, before I bring out the other artifact, I got to say hello to Cody from uh, Taps. I love Cody. He was he's been on the show uh, mm-hmm. with uh, I love him. He's a, hey, he's a great guy. He's I met him. I met him through a good friend of ours, Dustin Perry, uh, my buddy. Oh, my God. I am just like I am like super shocked that uh, Jeff Parnum is on tonight. Re- Rebecca yes. is here. So uh, thank you guys for stopping. Yeah. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In and, and, and being on. That's, that's, just, that's, so, that's all you guys are cool. That but is. here's here's the other one. Here's the other one. This is... Woo, I know what that is. Yeah. yeah, this is African nail effigy. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, I have three of them. I have three of them. Uh, two that are two that are stripped down like this, and uh, well, no, this one actually has a couple of the Boda bags still on it. And um, they're these are absolutely beautiful, and they're 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 really great. They have the little opening here in the whoops, yeah. in the stomach where it's drilled out, and they put herbs in there, and they sealed yeah. it up with uh, mica or glass, and. Every time that you need the spirit to go and do it, do you do your bidding? You drive a nail into it, Ooh, and can, can I get that I, on Amazon? I just got. I'll tell you. I just got the. I'll, I, like like when you were when you brought it up, I got like the, I'm sorry, I'm kind of like I, it's always a learning for me. I, I got yeah. like just I I I will give what I'll take what you give, and you'll get what you give. That's kind of what I got. When it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Well, I will Random. tell you, I I, I, I it. love it. Is when you brought it up, I said that's that's got some juice. I knew immediately yeah. what it was, <laughs> and I was like, that's my next level because I I need Oof. I want to find something because I'm moving on from the jars because I don't I, I I can't I don't have enough space for all these jars. You know <laughs> I just, I, you know, I, I need me something I can whack and stick a nail into. Oh. I like, I like him a lot. These are, <laughs> these are beautiful. I have, yes. like I, said, I have, Gorgeous. I have three of these, and wow. uh, three of those. I have three of these in the collection, and uh, it, yeah. I, I, I have, uh, a few, a few uh, West African pieces here. But uh, this, this yes. one is unusual. But people don't people don't understand uh, the the whole the whole concept of the belief of energy yeah. and the spirit inhabiting a piece. So, and that's that's what that's what I love about these. These are things that are are these are representations of a deity. And it's, it's almost it's almost like uh, you go and you have a, a Saint Michael statue. It's mm-hmm. a representation. It is a focal point for your cognitive mm-hmm. intent. And you go and you put something like this in there and you have, you do your, if you have a ritual or whatever, you're putting your intent in this and you're feeding this properly and you're respecting this properly. It's going to, you're going to get a result with it. And that's what I love about this piece. This is one of those pieces that uh, it's, I shouldn't say it's unusual. It's not unusual. You can get these. Mm -hmm. Uh, They get to be a, get to be a little expensive, a little pricey. I did not being the naturally cheap person that I am. I did not pay what they you know what they mm-hmm. want on on you know retail and stuff but uh these were these all came from uh, uh actually museum collections so and, why is that making my chest hurt because it's a lot of energy yeah there's it, a lot of energy it, it, it's, it, unless you've dealt with that type of energy it, it is very just very intense and very powerful yeah Tim, does the name i esco mean anything to you 
Uh, yeah, it's a, he's a, a, that's the name of a, of a dealer that deals in shrunken heads that I know. I just, I just want to let you know that. That was pretty good. I don't good. know to that know that, good. but that's what he's talking to me about. Oh. That. I need you that's to like, just... that's not even like random thing. Like that's, that's like too random to be random. Yeah. yeah that's like, actually, that's part wow. of it. It's, it's real, it's real close. And, uh, uh yeah. the name is very, very close. And uh, I don't want to yeah. announce the name on the air. No, 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 no. That's he's good. A, yeah, he's actually saying. a broker. He's actually a broker that comes from Central America. Okay. And so. uh, he, he uh, uh, for a unique, I will just say unique pieces like yeah. uh, 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 shrunken yeah. heads and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, that's a name that uh, uh, a lot of the dealers I know use. I don't I'm have gonna, any. I'm I don't say, have any shrunken heads here, but my I'm friend. Okay. I'm gonna say this real quick. Hold on, let me say this real quick. You know, you have an awesome freaking co-host and an awesome freaking guest. When your co-host is like, "I'm getting a name. I, what? Who is it? Oh, that's the person that shrink heads. What? What is <laughs> that, that, That's my. That's well, my dealer. That's he my dealer be... for shrunken heads. I'm sorry, yeah, I misspoke. That's, well, that's okay. Exactly the, the, the message is that you need to get back this is awesome. in touch. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is the message is is that you need to get back in touch with him. There's something that you are supposed to have in the next three to six months. Uh-oh. So all I'm saying, I'm just dropping you the message. There's a the big thing is is there's I have an order out for something and I don't want to say. <laughs> it. I do have an order out, but uh, getting through. Getting through U.S. Customs might be yeah. a little difficult. It's not illegal. Don't get me wrong. It's not illegal. No, 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 I don't. No. I don't deal but, with anything like that. But it's uh, these are a lot of times are museum pieces. I, I'll just tell you what it is. I have uh, uh, I have some small dolls, yeah. Uh, that and and some mummy wrap that from Peruvian mummy, yeah. mummy wrap, and uh, I have some small dolls that were made from Peruvian mummy wrap. And yeah. I, I'm looking for a larger piece. I'm looking for yeah. a larger piece. And that's what I have out. And he's looking for me because I have the small pieces. I have the small uh, Peruvian mummies or the small Peruvian dolls. And then I have, you know, and museums are great because museums every so often will auction off uh, extra stuff that they have, you know. So I picked up some more. I picked up mummy wrap through them. But I've been trying to uh, get, get something that's a little bit bigger and it'll be it'll give a lot of oomph to the collection, you know. Even well, though I, I don't, even though I don't bring anybody down in the, down in the basement to see it, but uh, uh, yeah, it'll give it it'll give it a little bit more oomph. I'm How did you get into stuff? this collection? Like like I'm, so you're you're oh, dealing with. I'm sorry, Zarina. You're fine. You're quick, fine. You're, you're dealing with with museum curators and sales, and you're dealing with. Um, head shrinkers <clears throat> in South America, and I'm sure I'm sure that that, that brokers, the, brokers, brokers, brokers. I don't. That, I'm no sorry, brokers, brokers <laughs> in South America, and um, and whoever knows, who knows what in Africa? I mean, I don't know in Asia. I mean, there's all sorts of crazy stuff. What? How did you get into that? Is, you know what? I, I got into it because um, for years I did negative work until I got sick. Uh, and by negative work, it was like um, dealing with negative stuff going on in homes and, and personalities. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. not exorcisms. I've worked with exorcists, but not, you know, I didn't. That's not my that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the years, what happened was 
And for years, I thought it was a lot of BS. I thought it was just a lot, yeah. a lot of projection, you know, psychological mm-hmm. projection out where somebody said, well, I got this piece and it's evil. And it's like, yeah, what? you know, what? Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's funny because I really didn't get into this mm-hmm. uh, until I met uh, Johnny Zaffis. Mm-hmm. And Johnny and I got really close and we've actually worked, you know, actually, if I have a problem and I have something, I would call Johnny and Johnny would kind of, walk me through it because sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes the obvious is not obvious you know right and uh he's got a huge collection so i saw parts of his collection and then mm-hmm. i met lorraine warren and i that's saw my, that's my heroine oh, oh my sorry God. i've got i actually i actually have one of her kerchiefs <laughs> in my collection i have a kerchief mm-hmm. i have i have a uh 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 one of her business cards and i have a small saint benedict medal that she used to give the clients yeah, so oh that, my was, God. that was yeah, that was that was nice. So I, I, I mean, that's what I have. Like, yeah. you know, I have memorabilia. Awesome. Like, you know, I knew Ray Buckland. Yeah. You know, so I have yeah. stuff from him. And uh, but uh, I, I, I saw Annabelle, and you know, and, I, mm-hmm. and growing up, I saw in the National Enquirer because yeah. uh, that was the big thing back then. You know, they always mm-hmm. had you know, the ghost stories. They had haunted stuff in there. And uh, what happened was I start, people were just like, I want to get rid of this stuff. I want to get rid of it. And mm-hmm. I started just collecting it. And it yeah. just was just like one thing at a time. And, uh, you know, it, it, I won't say it became an obsession, but I, you know, I don't go out of my way to look for anything. Yeah. A lot of this stuff, I get a, I got a yes, beautiful, yeah, I got a beautiful doll uh, from Virginia. My friend Jessica gave me, she mm-hmm. removed it from a house and, uh, it's it's absolutely gorgeous, and she she's like I don't have any place for it, and you know I put it in with you know I put it in with Sadie, and you know there's no there's no cat fighting, no hair pulling, and uh, it works out well. But again, I mean I'm I'm kind of careful, I, but I got into it. I just I and you know I got to say that probably in another life I was probably like a Carney Barker. I was probably a sideshow guy because I love sideshows. I absolutely love sideshows. I love the gaffes. I love all that stuff. And uh, I think what happened was I just went and in this life it kind of just continued on. And uh, and and it, and you know and, and I run with a couple guys that are just collectors. I'll just say collectors. And my buddy has got my buddy's got a shrunken head and he's got I you know he's got the full skulls the you know with you know if it's got the bottom if it's got the bottom mandible it'll you know it'll speak to you otherwise it'll it'll just you know watch out for you protect you. Wow. That's that's a that's a big thing. So I mean he's got he's got stuff like that and you know I started running around and voodoo dolls and people giving me voodoo dolls and people going I, 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 and, and you know people going can you can you sanctify this can you cleanse this it ends up that it just ended up in my collection. So <laughs> when we bought this house, I bought two big, I bought two big uh, uh, display cabinets and I bought, nice. I just got a, I just got another bookcase and I'll be honest with you. I still got probably, I still got probably about four or five more totes in, in you know, just sitting in my work room. Wow. Well, stuff. I have to definitely say this. I think I found my new dream job that I go around and I'll be one of your collectors, Tim, and just send me here and there to go pick up these haunted objects. And I'll be like the haunted collectors here. I'm like, I, I could be totally down with that. I, oh. I, I, yeah, you know, and then other a thing that I was going to tell you is, oh gosh, it just it just left my mind. I was so excited. 
I had two things, and they just the blonde side of me was just like it, it, it went. Sorry. So I know the fi- you could I be, know the feeling. You ever watch Amer- uh, uh, American Pickers? I remembered it. Yeah, she could be your Danielle. Really? That Danielle's the girl that the the guys yeah. well, she finds the stuff, and then the guys. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go drive and check out the, the location. No, I want to go get the stuff. I don't want to <laughs> No, no. But she stays. I, in the, she stays in the building with all the stuff, and she sells it. Well, yeah, well, you be the Danielle. Because Danielle, I, I mean, that. she's she's a looker, you know. I mean, you got to have someone attractive, you know, in the shop. Take well, care I'm of a diva, so you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but I know what I was gonna say. Tim is the new warehouse thirteen. You know what I mean? Nice. <laughs> no, I don't have that much. I don't have quite that much. Well, you know, it, it's funny because. Uh, there, there's a there's a group of people I know that collect, uh-huh. and we go and if we find something, uh, you know, and if it doesn't fit in our collection, we pass it on or or we share it. I got now on eBay of all places on eBay, and I uh-huh. tell people don't buy on eBay, but uh-huh. uh, Bolskin uh, Bolskin Manor in uh, Loch Ness was uh, uh, Jimmy Page's old house, of course, yes. but before that it was Alistair Crawley's, and it burned last yes. year. Yes. So they were trying to go, and they're raising money to preserve what's left of it, and they're selling roofing tiles and stuff. I had to, yeah. I had mm-hmm. to order, I had to get it because this is this is a piece of magical history. Yeah, and absolutely. So when I got it, it the the heat was so intense it damaged the tiles and they shredded up. So what do I do? Whatever you know, like all the little little shards and stuff. I glued them, I put them in a frame, I gave them to my friend who's a collector. And that's what we do. That's how we share stuff. Awesome. And you know, it's it's great to be able to do that. But I mean for the most part, I'll be honest with you, uh now I know some guys that claim to be collectors and mm-hmm. I caught them. I we were filming at a place called the chapel and it's a it's like an arts and crafts like co op. And uh we were just messing around and there was a wooden just a, 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 a I call them tourist statues, uh, African wooden statue. It's a drummer. And one of the girls says, uh, do you want to go home with Tim and put the K2 up to it? And it spiked. And she did it three times, and then it wouldn't do it again. So I put it off to the side, so I went back the next day, since I was still in town, to buy it. I walk in, and there's a guy in there, and he's buying all this stuff, all this creepy mm-hmm. stuff and dolls and all that. And it's like... Okay, I mean, I understand that you feel that these things are haunted, but yeah. uh, 
I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't, what I'm doing is not building a collection. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm doing at all. I, it's, it's like I'm rescuing this stuff. I'm rescuing it from getting thrown out. I'm getting, rescuing yeah. it from getting destroyed. It's like how many Ouija boards get burned and broken yeah. every year. And I mean, I get people that, that are like, I was at, I'll tell you a funny story. I was up, I was speaking in Gettysburg and they, I, they put me up at the Tilly Pierce house, which is a, 1790s house it was you know it, was, it survived the war it, it you know there was a, a you know it was a hospital and you know it's it's supposedly haunted i mean i never had any, i didn't have any problems there but uh i take i take that back my 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 uh, uh my room door opened up by itself in the middle of the night that's about and i had it locked so i mean that's about the only thing that happened so to me that's nothing and uh that's a, that's a, just another day at the office for me now but uh I'm down there having breakfast, and the, the lady who runs it, uh, she goes, you're the guy that, that, that collects it, all that crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, well, yeah, I kind of do, you know, and that's what we – because I had talked about it. We had a we had a class and a presentation at, at you know, at the end. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you know what? She goes, I found a Ouija board underneath one of the beds. Do you want it? Yes, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how I get – that's how I get Ouija boards. People, mm-hmm. like, just, like, take them take them i was at a i was this i was at a uh, uh an event and uh it was at a haunted location here in, in uh new york state mm-hmm. woman who is a medium and i've run into her you know been on the circuit no you know i've mm-hmm. seen her quite a few times she goes look what I, look what was left in front of on my you know on my doorstep i said on your doorstep it was a Ouija board from 1960s. It was a fold. It's the old, you know, with the ghost on the, like, ghostly figure on the front. Yeah. You know, it's got Bold Corporation, Baltimore. And uh, I said, it was left. She goes, apparently something happened because the plancher has salt on it. So she shows it to me. I look at her. I said, I'll give you 20 bucks for it. She gave it to me. She sold it to me. And... It's in my collection because, again, now this is something. It never had a problem with it. I've never used it though. I won't use it, and I've never, and I won't cleanse it. I won't touch it because it's got salt on the planche. I put the planche in a baggie so that it's, you know, so it doesn't break yeah. down. Everything is there. Uh, I won't cleanse it because of the fact that I don't want to. It's I don't want to ruin the integrity of it because mm-hmm. I don't really know what happened to it. Now people yeah. that tell me, oh, I'm getting f bombs and all this other stuff. Well, then they give them to me. Usually, I just cleanse it because the people that use it are the ones that attract this stuff, yeah. you know. So uh, I'll cleanse those. But I have about seventeen antique ones from the the earliest one is from a nineteen nineteen, and uh, you know I don't have any room to display them yet. I will though. I have uh, I, I have to move some exercise equipment around so that I can go and, and I can display it. <laughs> it was it was pretty funny because the spirit showed me a vision of what you're doing. You know how there's the on a boat is that life preserver, but <laughs> on it was written spirit preserver. I don't and it was in red and white, so I don't know what that they just wanted me to tell you that. So. You know, but again, I don't, again, you know, it's, it's yeah. funny because I'll, I mean, people send me pieces of jewelry. I've got yeah. jewelry from all over the place and yeah. I've got probably more jewelry than anything else. And my, my whole bot, the bottom line of what I do is I'm just yeah neutralizing it, preserving it. And I've already like my wife and I just updated our will and I already have somebody that I'm going to give this to if something happens to me, of course. Yeah. 
And this way that I don't care if the collection is intact, but I know that mm-hmm. this person will go and if he's going to farm it out, he'll farm it out to the right people. And, you know, he'll just, he'll store, he'll put it in storage until the right person can, will come along and, and, and uh, take it. So well, that's, that's, I think that's what's so important. And that's something else that, again, I don't have a problem with anything because, and, you know, I don't have mm-hmm. like, once in a while with the Ouija boards, I get a knock from the inside of one of the cases or something. That's no yeah. big deal. But, uh, you know, for the most part, I don't have a, you know, nothing really bothers it. But I, again, I think my vibration kind of meshes with everything because of the fact I'm, I'm like, I'm no nonsense with it, Yeah. but I love it. And I love the stuff and I respect it. And yeah. I, th- I believe that the items themselves they can. I mean that that in itself will neutralize it. There's a couple pieces I do have. A, I do have yeah. like uh, I've gone up to that. You know the the, the guy that uh, is on the fast track to being a saint. Mm-hmm. I've I've taken some of his holy water and dipped some of his medals, <laughs> and I've tied it around their necks when they get a little. You know the ones that are a little yeah. bit. You know like a friend of mine who's an exorcist. He actually yeah. took this out of a house and he then he gave it to me for keeping, mm-hmm. and so. It's it's a little you I when I grabbed it I kind of felt a little something negative with it uh-huh. so you just go and you you do what you do with it and you know yeah it it you know it neutralizes it and everything it get eventually gets used to you you know I really think I, that's I will, what it is I will I will definitely say this when you start having very spiritual items that come into your path um I you know it is a different it just is about respect. Um, and, and my favorite piece that I have that is in my collection, um, I ended up, I saw this wooden box at a thrift store and I walked by it a zillion times and I was about to leave and they said, go back and get that box. And I went back and got the box, put the box in my car, going down the road and I hear this voice. I said, thank you. And he's like, so he's proceeded to tell me everything. I picked up a gen. Oh, I yeah. Had, yeah, I had yeah. never, ever, ever encountered gen energy. And it was so profound and so humbling. And he is such a amazing part of my spiritual life. Um, they can get nasty. They can get they nasty. Can. Oh, trust oh, me, yeah. trust they me. Get nasty. He, he took care of some nasty business for me. And um, he don't play. But he's pretty, he's pretty cheeky and he's pretty funny because I thought like when I first got him, I wanted to make sure he felt comfortable in his environment, you know, his little box. I put him some, you know, frankincense and copal things that he would like, you know, because he's very simplistic and a lot. And I tried to find him some like, you know, Arabic music that I think he would like. And he kind of just laughed. And he's like, dude, I just like the Eagles. And I was like, it was just that moment. I was like, it's good. It, it good. was good. We good. And so I do. I love. He he is very just matter of fact, and and I love that about him. So, um, you know, that is my favorite piece that I think is my gen. But I, I think let me share. But you know, it's funny because I mean, if you look around me, I mean, these are yeah. these these photos are. Uh, uh, Union veterans yeah. of the civil, of the American Civil War, and where I am right now in my office is I'm surrounded by it. I'm a big yeah. collector. I love, I love that. Mm-hmm. So, a friend of mine really is he loves it, but he's a freak. He gets freaked out by some of this stuff because he goes, <laughs> "Well, you know, 
he goes, I don't understand. You you get this stuff, and I mean, these guys survived something terrible. And really, you know, I mean, it maimed them, and you ever have a problem with it? And again, it's like, no, no, yeah. I don't. Of course, I mean, I've got, I'm a direct descendant of, of Civil War veterans. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I don't have a problem with anything. And I think that yeah. it's a respect thing. Again, yeah. I respect this stuff. I, I, I really do. It's all displayed. It's, it's, yeah. you know, nothing is, nothing is, you know, mm-hmm. sideshow. Same thing with, you know, when I take these items. I mean, I'm pretty bombastic. If you guys have yeah. ever seen me work or talk, I throw candy and, and Mardi Gras beads and stuff. That's just my, that's just my church services. Yeah. You know, when I, I get even a little bit crazier when I, when I'm speaking. But yeah. uh, regardless of my actions, my rest, mm-hmm. I when I start talking about these things, I definitely just like change gears mm-hmm. and it's total respect yeah. for the items. And, and you have you have to be. And it's the same. I have I and it's not all crazy stuff like this. Yeah. I have a I have a crucifix mm-hmm. that was used in uh, Italy. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Uh, yeah. Small crucifix in 11 unsanctioned exorcisms. Wow. I have, a, I, I have a crucifix that belonged to a nun who was considered a living saint. So wow. these are things that I have. I have, I have, you know, mass kits mm-hmm. that they, they call them exorcist kits, but they're just mm-hmm. mass kits. I have small mm-hmm. ones, big ones. And I mean, these are things that I have respect for. And when I display them, I display them with respect. And I think, again, I think that's why I don't have a problem with anything, you know, uh, <laughs> And I think they protect me, too. I think that all this protects me. You know, it's funny. A friend of mine who is a a voodoo practitioner Mm -hmm. says to me, he goes, I got something for you. I said, well, what do you mean? He says, come on in the back room. Come in the back room. And he had these broken tombstones. And I said, where did you get these from? He says, oh, they were thrown out. I said, oh, then what happened is, you know, they got run over by a you know, by a forklift or not a forklift, but a, you know, a dump truck or whatever. And they replaced them. He goes, yeah, but they're special. He goes, because if you respect them and they're all military, Mm -hmm. the military man will protect your house. The spirit, the essence will protect your house. So I have (laughs) me being me. And of course I didn't tell my new neighbors what I was doing because they were Mm -hmm. looking, but they don't know. I placed these broken tombstones on the four corners of my house. Yes. And that, and that works as warding. You know, if yeah. you, if you work within the craft, that's works as warding yeah. and it, it, it's phenomenal. And it's the same yeah. thing that, you know, it, it's, it's funny because again, you have to have that respect mm-hmm. 
and it, again, so you believe, so it is, so you believe, you know, that sort yeah. of stuff. But when you have the respect for it, that's when you, that works. It never, it, it I have never had it fail me. I never had it fail me. So, yeah. you know, we, I, I, I can't complain. You know what? You've brought up two big points so far yeah. that, that really stick with me. That's respect and intention. Yeah. Both exactly. are huge in what we do with yeah. the paranormal. So that's, that's, well, I will say, you know what? I, I, people who have worked with me, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes they mistake being very, very direct and hardcore with provoking. Yeah. Now, when I was a teenager, I first started going to, you know, I was called in, I was one of these, I was lucky because, I was the youngest person that got a chance, you know, in this little group to go out and do rescue circles. Yeah. And that's where you call, you know, you have to call in the spirits and, and, you know, you're trying Mm -hmm. to convince this entity or whatever energy within this home to go onwards, to, to leave it, to leave them in peace. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it used to get a little dicey. I mean, where these guys, these old mediums, Mm -hmm. and I'm talking back in, you know, guys, they were probably my age and Mm -hmm. I was, I was a teenager. So, uh, and they would, they'd be like, you know, don't give me this. You go, you, you know, and really start really provoking it. What's wrong with you? Are you afraid? You're a coward. And I find myself, the older I get, mm-hmm. I do that. But if I'm, you know, if I'm doing it something where we're just investigating a house or whatever, I won't do anything like that. But if we have something that is negative, mm-hmm. troublesome, mm-hmm. or we're there to help people, I don't mm-hmm. think about it twice about doing it because I only have a finite amount of time. Yeah. You know, we have to do something within this time. Yeah. We have to get an answer whenever. So I'm not afraid to raise my voice up because, yeah. you know, I believe in the, your voice vibrations. I don't do the Svengali thing where it's like, Oh, spirit, you know, yeah. I don't do that. I believe in, I believe in yeah. the, you know, voice vibration, sending it out, sending it strong. And people sometimes are like, Ooh, you know, the, oh, you know, this guy, this guy's provoking. That's not yeah. what I'm doing. You know, I, I make it. That's a difference in that's, taking your authority. And that's exactly. the same as me. I'm and you have to, that. because let's face it, 101. Yeah. What, what is 101 spiritualism mediumship? You are in control of all spiritual situations and you work within the boundaries of those spiritual situations yeah. in order to achieve an effect. Yeah. That's yeah. the way it works. Yeah. So I am in control of what I'm doing. I am in control of everything that goes on. I am in control of, and I will shut stuff down. I, we were at the Hinsdale house and I had a board out and the thing was the thing, the thing uh, I, I asked it, well, who is it? And it's F bombing me and stuff. And it's like, you know, big deal. If I had a quarter for every time I could F bomb by a spirit, exactly. you know, we could, we'd all be in Vegas right now. Yeah. So, so we're, uh, you know, the thing is F bombing me and being, obstinate and it's probably a parasitical spirit you know they're trying to scare me or scare the people that i was with which it was which it was and you know it's absorbing that negative energy that that crazy energy so i said what's your name i and it's like kind of zipping around i said tell me your name now and Mm -hmm. it went xoxo i said you're not loving kisses don't give me this shit i know already and it spelled out Zozo. Well, you know, you could have you could have heard everybody's <laughs> butt cheeks just like clench at when it spelled out <laughs> Zozo. I said, "You're not Zozo." I said, "Because if you were Zozo, you come on, do something to me, do it." You know. 
and it nothing happened, of course, because it's not Zozo. And you have to understand what's going yeah. on. But people, you know, if a lot of people go half cocked out in this stuff mm-hmm. and they automatically assume. And if you assume yeah. what it is, it becomes reality and you can't right. allow it to become reality because you are actually the conduit of whatever communication is coming through. So yeah. what you're doing is if it starts going and getting crazy, we nip it right in the bud. I give exactly. it one. I give it one warning. Listen, listen. Mm-hmm. You know, get back on track, or we shut right down. Yeah. And most of the time, it'll get back on track. Sometimes it won't. And by the way, if anybody's looking at my my funky gloves, I have carpal tunnel in both hands, and I've been and I've been using I've been using I've been using hammers for the last couple of days now. So, so, so the copper ones these are, are the amazing. copper ones. Yeah, these yes, are co- yeah, I, the copper I ones. I swear to Jesus by those because I have the same issue too. And the copper ones are amazing, but they also look cool. So, but no, what I was going to say, <laughs> just to back, back up Tim as well, is that when you're well, in that situ- a situation and you are commanding and you are in that authority, like I've had, you know, as a medium, but I'm also a conduit and I also channel. So I've had everything from being a vessel to angels to the little in between. And then I had uh, a demonic force jump ship into me one time and hijack me. Um, and it was not a nice feeling to feel that you could literally smell the rot of this thing. And he said his message and I had to force him out and kick his ass out. But it's just from going from that one end of the spectrum to the other and knowing who you are and moving and your power and your gift, you have to absolutely not, you have to know what you're doing. You're not, can't go pick pick up a book at Barnes and Noble and tie your, (laughs) (laughs) tie your, oh my God, yes. And and, and join this little groovy light worker group. No, bitch, you gotta be called to this shit because I'm gonna tell you, if you don't know what you're doing, they will eat you and they will spank your ass. Well, that that goes, that goes with criminal investigating too. I mean, you gotta, you gotta know, but, but yeah. They will. They will, though. It is. I may, really I may not look like I can whoop ass, but let me tell you, when I whoop, I whoop. <laughs> and <laughs> let me tell you, and, and Sean knows what, you know, so, um, but what I was going to say is also what I want to reiterate and just, you know, with him, you know, being protected, it is you have to have that respect. You have to see these things. You have to honor and respect, especially your ancestors, because people come into wanting to work magic. They come into it with this aspect. It's, it's not a tender date. You don't go in, get what you get, and, and, and leave. It ain't like that. I'm, I'm telling you. It, I've never it, heard it compared to a Tinder date. <laughs> Dude, Zarina, Zarina has the best analogies I'm ever. stealing that one. That one is, I'm stealing that one. That is, Zarina I've never has, heard that before. That is great. She has the best analogies. I'm telling you. Like, if, you don't, if you don't watch this show for any other reason, Freaking listen just for her now. They're, they're freaking it is, especially if you work with the, the saints, the rishas, you know, things like that. You know, they require certain things. They require, you know, you know, you know, whoever, whoever you work with. Uh, I typically, I'm an Ogun girl and a shoe. I love my shoe. He is just amazing. Um, and just when you have those spiritual experiences that are just so right on you know that you cannot 
you know, you cannot deny that when you do have that relationship and that development Mm -hmm. and you allow them to move through you and, 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 and shape and change you, um, you know, in certain aspects, it, it, it's just very, very, very profound. Um, and, and, and then teaming up like with what, what you said, um, when Tim talks about, you know, chaos magic, when I started getting into chaos magic, I was, I was working at a lawyer's office. I was in a miserable job. One thing we could do is listen to Spotify while we were taking our, or, you know, data entry crap or whatever. And I found Faithline Council, and it was a podcast, and I'm friends with Yara and, and Troy. And Troy's the one I was telling you I was trying to get on here. And they're, they're chaos magicians. And it, it just it was just like, it just opened my world to a whole other level of things, and it, it changed the magic game for me. And uh, I'm still changing the game, and I still want to keep changing and leveling up you know so oh and, and teresa now uh had a question about who zozo is and zozo is just yes. basically a demon it's mm-hmm. a, you know there's a thousand and one demons out there and zozo is is the trickster you know zozo is yeah. one of those ones that will turn around and say i always call him zozo is the eddie haskell of uh-huh. uh of demons because they'll be like real nice to you and then sucker you in they always say mm-hmm. they always have like why well, I, I have some unfinished business and that's something if you go back uh, back into the 40s and 30s, you start researching it. Yeah. You start seeing not the name Zozo, but you're seeing that type of spirit. And now Zozo mm-hmm. is a worldwide phenomena, which is kind of crazy mm-hmm. because people I know that didn't know about Zozo mm-hmm. and worked the Ouija board actually got Zozo through it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, I don't know exactly how and why or when and what. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What the purposes of, of, of this alleged demon, I mean, I just think it's a really nasty lower lower energies. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a trickster. And that's why you have to be careful mm-hmm. with what you're doing. Yeah. And you can't, you've got to question everything. A lot of people don't question yeah. mediums. They don't question everything that they say is gospel and that's bullshit, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't do that. You've got you to gotta make sure that you, you know, you, you have common sense and you have that free will and you want, you know, you do what you want to do. And that's, mm-hmm. that's something that's important. So, because, uh, you know, if anybody has ever read Malachi Martin's Hostage to the Devil, in order mm-hmm. to get possessed, you have to give, you know, you have to give your okay to it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same. That's the big yeah. thing with Zozo. You, it, it wants you to do stuff. And, I mean, you have to really watch it because, uh, I mean, it'll tell you to go and kill somebody or stab somebody or whatever. Mm-hmm. There there were kids in Texas mm-hmm. that, that they, they stabbed one of their friends, mm-hmm. almost killed them. Uh, yeah. The Ouija board, and that's called the, the Ouija board defense. You know, the Ouija mm-hmm. board told me to do it, and mm-hmm. you know, I always tell people, listen, if if uh, something comes through, uh, it's your uncle Joe and says, mm-hmm. take all your money out of your bank and mm-hmm. put it in this stock. 
And then you sit there and you think to yourself, Uncle Joe never had a pot to piss in. He uh, lived over a liquor store, you know, never. He, he, he rented a room over a liquor store, never had an apartment, never had a job. Don't don't listen to him, you know, just say no, you know. And, and, and that's and this is something that a lot of people see. A lot of people automatically they they go and they uh, uh, they surrender their free will mm-hmm. to whatever is said, whatever is brought through in, in readings or, or EVPs or, or working mm-hmm. with divination, they automatically surrender their, their free will. And you can't do that because you have to be able yeah. to go in order to do this work, you have to go and have a balance. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, all we can do is give you what we get. And if you're working yeah. with the board, you're going to see what you get. That's true. So if something really? comes through and, and it's not, and it's not to what you're liking, yeah. Close the session. Yeah. This you is all stuff to, that has to be done. You know, you have to shut yeah. down. No, real Filter quick. Mm-hmm. Real quick with, with Zozo. Because Zozo, that's a name that's come up rather recently. Um, if Is it possible that Zozo is something that was maybe learned on the other side? Could be, um, and so Could be. they use it as a way, like, "Oh, this is a scary name." But they like, like Satan. Like, how many times do you exactly. get uh, this is the you devil? Like, like, it could just and be it, fucking with us, right? I mean, just like, if you have a parasitical spirit, it can mess with you. It's right. going to mess with you in order. It's going to do something to get a result, yeah. right? So it can, so it can feed off that energy. Zozo, Mama, whatever, yeah, all sorts of stuff like that. So it it can be just something that's going to try to scare you, mm-hmm. or if you're walking through the Detroit airport like I do, you see a you see a, a funky shop, and the name of the shop is Zozo. So you don't know. I mean, we don't know what it is. It 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 could be. It just could. It it could be like like a universal consciousness that is tapping into some kind of something negative, and it's going to go and it's going to try to scare you. And I, nine I, out nine out of ten times, it's a parasitical spirit yeah. that is. That's doing that, you know. That's that. You know, all your, all, all your, or most of your uh, uh, poltergeist, your your human targeted poltergeist. It it feeds into it. It adds into it. it, it addictive spirits, uh, all of you know anything that's negative. Yeah. It looks for like attracts like, you know, and it's going to try to go scare you, and it's going to try to yeah. live off of that, you know. They can't. They don't have orifices to go and eat. Yeah. So they're going to absorb that, energy. you know, that thrill. Yeah, and, that energy. And, I don't know. There's people I, that I think are energy vampires, too. So. Oh, yeah. And, but oh, I, yeah. Have, I have to definitely say this on the tip of, uh, you know, chaos magic. You know, Tim knows that you can, you know, intent that to create that energy form for positive because we have lived in a, we live in a symbol-based society. So, for example, when McDonald's created their M, that mm-hmm. energy went into that symbolism of creating wealth. So there's never not going to be a moment where anybody in this world is not going to think of cheeseburgers or that M. And it propensiates that 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 need for money and wealth. But that's the same as well as like when you see that negativity. If the light is doing one thing, what is it not to say that the dark is going to have that some... Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's, the same, it's the same MO. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same methodology. And exactly. you have mm-hmm. and that's what people don't understand. People all of a sudden they you know, they, they think everything is clear cut, you know, yeah. and there's no gray area. 
and there's a pretty big gray area what was when we, when you're starting to work with the energies mm-hmm. and you got to watch that and you got to know you got and that's what that's what kills me what what really kills me about a lot of uh, uh the people that worked in the craft i remember ray mm-hmm. buck the late ray buckland calling them fuzzy bunnies because in order to go and understand the light you have to actually kind of walk in the darkness and you yeah. have to you have to understand that and you have mm-hmm. to kind of live it a little bit so you kind of bring that in there so you're in balance and mm-hmm. people don't want to do that and, and yeah. that's those are the people that get into a lot of trouble mm-hmm. i've had people i've had people call me up and say well we did this ritual with angels and this and that and i'm having activity in my house i said how do you know that you brought in angels exactly right. oh, exactly. you know you, you've got to be able to go and you you you've got to be able to discern and when you mess with mm-hmm. this stuff i you know what if you're gonna if there, there are certain things that you can work with, and then there are certain things that you shouldn't touch without a mentor. Yeah. Right. And I'm, I'm a firm believer in, in yes. mentorship. I'm a firm believer in finding just that right person. I've been lucky because I had some. Yeah. I've got, I've gotten great, I, I've got, great mentors. I've, I've you gotten know? some, um, you know, luck along my path to little turns into us uh, at the right time, the right place. Uh, you know, uh, one of my big mentors is Sally Glassman uh, from New Orleans, yep. uh, the Voodoo Queen. Um, yep. She, when I first fell in love with Voodoo, it was because I watched her do a head washing on the St. John's Bridge. And it was like, there's dark and light and everything, but when mm-hmm. I saw that power and that energy and that love and just people, it, it just makes me want to cry so emotionally of all that being washed off their head and their understanding of their ori and their, it, it was just like this whoa, just opened up with me and everything that I was taught about voodoo about oh you're going down a bad path it, it just like it was like it completely changed my everything of whatever i thought voodoo was and oh it, yeah it, you know it, what it was, i mean as people yeah. don't realize that because you know all we know is stuff that stuff stuff that's been regurgitated from yeah. the, from the movies from the 1940s yep Absolutely. you know that's 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 what the problem is and yeah. everything gets a bad rap nobody understands nobody understands the the pure cultural uh, uh, and traditional uh, uh, implications of what it, of whys and hows. It's the religion yeah. of the downtrodden. Yeah. People don't understand that, and people, you know, automatically think that they're going to get, you know, they're going to yeah. ingest puffer fish and they're going to go into a zombie-like state mm-hmm. and that whole thing. Yeah. Come on, and, you know. And even it, when you go to an ELA and they do Ebo, you know, and uh, you know, there's the sacrifice, whether that's the the goat. Or the or the chicken, or, you know, yep. depending on what's going on, you know. I went to one for an Yamiya initiation, and it was just such a beautiful experience of just how learning with the, the godmother of the house, how mm-hmm. we prepare certain dishes to take to the the corners to to prepare for you know uh, this person, and and just everything that was such in detail, and how everything was cooked, and then everything. Once the you know provision is given to the the orishas, the the next part of how the community and the house is fed, and there's community. They don't see that part of the beauty of it. That everybody and and when you go into the the temple and you go into the ile, and you're and you're giving thanks to your ancestors and you're giving thanks in it 
and that presence of, of something altogether div- divine is in that moment with you. They don't they don't understand and recognize that part because all they want to know is all the bullshit that they've seen on Hollywood TV. So they want they they want they want the bird the the bourbon street trinkets is what it is. Gene Jerome has got a really good uh, uh, a really good write up on who Zozo is. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's uh, it's very very it's 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 I have to I have to agree. Yeah, it's a very old entity. It's Sumerian and yeah, but again, again. Uh, where did it come from? How did it, you know, it's, we don't know. We don't understand how it, how it, how we kind of like, you know, kind of just connect into it. Why and how yeah. now it's yeah. becoming more, I think it's becoming more prevalent now again. Uh, it's coming up more and more because it, because I think it's in the consciousness of the people mm-hmm. because of TV and, and books and stuff. So I think it's a little bit more prevalent, yeah. but originally why and how, and you know, when you start thinking about Sumerians and the, that mm-hmm. there is, you know, the, the older, the energy, mm-hmm. the more sacred or more powerful it is. And that's something that people don't, don't get. Sure. That's like earth energies, man. You got to watch earth. You get, you get an old earth energy, yeah. you know, that you, it, 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 mm-hmm. it can whoop you pretty good. And, and, now, and, excuse me. No, I'm so sorry. I apologize. I wanted to reach back to something that when, you know, uh, Tim was talking about the gravestones, you know, talking about dirt and things like that. There's certain aspects, you know, that people don't know about dirt, you know, whether it's graveyard dirt, bank dirt, church oh, dirt, yeah. you know, yeah. everything. I mean, just there's so much around us that, you know, we don't realize uh, affects our everyday life. We can, you know, d- different things. But you know, I'll shut I up. Make, I don't know. Yeah, no, I make okay. I make my own. Listen, I make my own graveyard dirt. And the reason why yeah. I do it is because I don't trust anybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, you know, if you're gonna go mm-hmm. and I, I have one person that I trust that I buy ingredients from for yeah. different things. But for the most part, I will go and gather it myself, and that's why I I keep every yeah. I keep all my work very very simple. But it's a, it's the same thing with with proper holy water. It's church from yeah. it's it's the water from seven churches, and I will go out there and I will do that because of the fact that I know what it, I know what's going into it, and you know the the male the we live in a male order yeah. witch society, you know, and we don't know if it's if it's actually what it purports to be. Same thing yeah. with oil. Same thing. You have to know. I, I buy a lot of my oils from a Santeria shop. I understand yeah. where he gets it from. I understand. I know and I trust Louise. So uh, you have yeah. to understand what you're doing with it. And you have to like and be I careful am, with it. Don't I lie. So be Tim, careful so, what you're buying, so, man. Tim, you, Tim, you, you keep on saying how um, there's a lot of things that, that people may need help with or or you know you believe in mentorship? Yeah. Um, Lume Star um, asked um, if you have any advice on finding a mentor. It's tough. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. It's tough. They, they always told me when you're ready, the teacher will show up. And, and, and I have to say, in my life, it's true because yeah. it's true. I'll, I'll come right out and say I've had a lot of crappy teachers. Yeah. And uh, uh, I've had a few unbelievable teachers and my relationship with those great teachers uh, caused problems, Mm -hmm. you know, within the churches and that, that I served. 
because it, you know, because I did things differently and, and it was, it was even, I'll be honestly within the spiritualist religion itself. So I had to go and uh, it's like the law of repulsion. The, mm-hmm. the more you want something, the more you reach for it, mm-hmm. the further it go, it, 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 you know, kind of goes away from you. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I just put it out there and I work. And if I have to plateau, I plateau because I figure mm-hmm. that, that that's the, what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, yeah. letting it incorporate into my psyche. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's, it's amazing because Somebody will say this person's in town, or somebody mm-hmm. will say, "Listen, why don't you go talk to this person?" That's mm-hmm. how I. That's how I met him. That's how I met my my mentors. My mentor right now is Sharon Klingler from Ohio, and yeah. she's an amazing medium. Mm-hmm. Taught me uh, more about mediumship than anybody I've ever known. So mm-hmm. I consider her one of my my mentors. The late Raymond Buckland. I met him. I was down at the Lilydale Assembly. I'm sitting on the porch of the Maplewood hotel, this little British guy with a shock of white hair and his beard. <laughs> and we started talking and, you know, we were talking about uh, his childhood in England, you know, the house across the street from him got hit with a, the uh, part of a rocket and burned. And it was, he was fascinating. And he got up and left and a guy said, do you know who the hell that was? I said, no, he goes, that's Ray Buckland. I said, come on. I had his books. I didn't know. There he is. He, and I got to know him and I, you know, I got to know him pretty well and I learned That's so much awesome. from him. Uh, you know, I mean, this is, you know, again, John Zaffis, he comes rolling in the town, does one lecture. I talked to him. I saw him again, probably about two or three years later. Mm-hmm. He remembered me. We got to be friends. I mean, this is the way it works. You know, it's just sometimes the universe puts these things. If you put it out there, the universe will bring it to you. And you and have to, and you have to have patience. That's the big thing. The other thing is, is sometimes there are, there are things that out mm-hmm. there that you know may not vibe with you well, mm-hmm. and the universe will just push it away. No matter how much you want it to push, the universe will keep pushing you away, pushing it away from you, and put you in that right direction. No matter how you go kicking and screaming, yeah. that's yes. what happened to me because I, mean- I was going in one direction and that. It just didn't vibe. It was terrible. I loved it, and it I, I sucked at what I was doing. And yeah. I just, okay, and next thing I know, I just got put in another direction, and it was bang, 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 one thing after yeah. another. I met my friend, Witch Doctor Atu, from from mm-hmm. uh, uh, Port, or from uh, St. Catharines. He's big with mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, you know, the whole uh, Harriet Tubman, uh, uh, you know, the Harriet Tubman story. He, he's, he studied under Priestess Miriam from New Orleans. Learned Teresa and, and John Jerome know him as well, Tim. Yeah. Just to let you know, I didn't oh, mean to interrupt you. I love him. And they have him a great on, guy. on their show as well. So I love him. Yeah, so they're, he's, yeah. You know, he's 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 just, he's just, he's a great person. He's just, he's yeah. just a great person. And if you ever go to his hut, it's an amazing, it's an amazing experience because <laughs> I walk in there and it's like, Oh my God! I want all of this in my house. I want every. I want every painting. I want every yeah. every artifact. I want this in my house. But uh, I. I mean, I. I met. Him. You know how I met him? I was at a Yule celebration, and they were playing. He's with the Dragon Ritual Drummers. Yeah. And he. Uh, he. They were playing, and I walked up to him and I said, "My God, this was phenomenal!" You know, I'd never. The drumming was like amazing. Yes. I stayed in contact with him. Next thing I know. 
you know, we became friends. And then I've met so many people up. And that's the one thing that sucks about this. I will say the one thing for me that sucks with the COVID uh, virus is the fact that the borders are are shut. Mm -hmm. And I can't go up to see my my Canadian friends because, Mm -hmm. my God, they are amazing. They're just I every time I go up there, I learn something new. I always do. And they're they're just they're just great people. But who 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 would ever have thought I had this much interest in voodoo? I'm talking this much. Yeah. I met him, and the next thing I know, it just exploded. And you know, are you, I give him credit? He sold three. Yeah. He the stuff that he taught me. I sold three houses. Wow. With the, with, with what the 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 methodology that he used. And and, and, and you know. And and that's what I love about it, you know. Teresa and uh, Jean Jerome, um, they're Canadian as well. Um, they they are very much, you know, and that like minded. Uh, actually, Jean Jerome is my baba, so I was very honored oh, to. Good. Yes, that's cool. that's he, he very came cool. Much in my life as Teresa did at that moment where I just needed that absolute direction change. Um, and I just, I, I felt like I've looked for my Baba all my life. I'm 47. And it was just, I, I would never find the right one. It was just never that, that, that where the spirits would say, you know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. And I met Teresa and she connected me with John Jerome. And it was just like. Isn't that, that amazing? That Isn't that amazing the way that works? And so I, I just introduced them to you because they are phenomenal John Jerome is just amazing. He speaks bazillion different languages, and he is just so versed in so many different things. And he's friends with um, another guy named uh, Danielle, which you would love him as well. So just the, all that connection of how people happen, I love that community. But this is how this is how mentorship starts. This yes. is how it all works. This is how you find. This is how you find uh, your mentors and your teachers because it's. Yeah. It's not going out there and, and and searching for it. It's going out there and allowing it to happen. And when you allow it, it just it flows. And that's what I think the importance of what we do is the mm-hmm. fact that we are able to, you know, when you're when you're a seeker, yeah, I feel everything flows, and that yeah. that's what you want. And it's very very easy, and that's what we love. Jean Jerome, I cannot believe this is this is like so. This is crazy cool. Crazy cool. I love that. I love when stuff this, you know, I know Chip Coffee pretty well and Chip Coffee is one of these guys that always is like big into synchronicity. This yeah. is synchronicity. Yeah. This is synchronicity in ha- you know, in action. It is because I feel like you guys are supposed to connect for some reason I don't know and that's why I needed to say what I need to say. Spirit is like she's like you know Hit me in the back of the head. Okay, all right. So for whatever purposes y'all got that, but you know, I agree with you when the spirits take us in the direction, and even those things can be so absolutely detrimental, pain, ass kicking. I, you know, things literally had to be ripped away from me. Otherwise, I would have not had the 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 courage to do it myself even though I knew things were wrong, you know, and I'm grateful because I knew if I did not have that removed out of my life, it would not have put me on my path of purpose. And I'm grateful. And sometimes you need it, you need it removed in order to make room 
yeah. for this new this this, this and, new vibe that comes, and, and that's that's the hardest that's the hardest thing in the world because man nobody nobody wants to nobody wants to have that change hit you man they oh, yeah, wants trust to, me they remember you know, Russian out of my life. let me you tell you you it. know how Russian men they are obstinate and they don't leave and I'm just like I'm so <laughs> glad they took him out so. I'm just saying, not like took him out like CIA body bag. <laughs> but that would have been okay with me too. Hey, you know, whatever, whatever, saying. whatever. It's good. Whatever. I'm listen. Whatever it takes to get him gone. That's why, that's what. That's why I think you're the most beautiful creature on this earth right now. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right <laughs> all now. I know that he's been in the car, <laughs> and all I know is that from what I understand from a friend of a friend that my spirits did take care of him, and he did kind of get like an IRS audit. I don't know how that happened, but Uh-oh. listen, listen. It's it, that's that's a lot easier. It's a lot easier than than having a poppet with a penis that gets broken. So oh. I mean, it's, it's, oh, I did yeah. that. Too. That sounds. I yeah, look, that. I knew you did. I knew you would do one. I knew it. I knew that with a. I knew that. I knew you would do one of those. Oh. I knew it. <laughs> oh, no. oh yes! Oh, I knew it! Oh, I knew no. it! I, I could! I could! I could have gone! I could have put money on that! I could have put money on that one! <laughs> yep, you definitely can cash that check because it's money in the bank, baby. That was a done deal. <laughs> oh, oh my God! That. That, this, you know what? This, I am so glad I didn't go drumming. This is a great, this is a great interview. I love this one. This is great. I, I, have to say, I miss drumming too because I used to drum with the, the Cups uh, chapter and you when I lived in Fort Lauderdale, and I used to have this most beautiful djembe, and we do the full moon drumming. So anyone who's never done drumming, it is fantastic. It is just yeah. this amazing energy and doing it under the full moon even if you get to do that is it's it's fantastic it is like this whole other just intense just connection with mother earth and it, so i'm just saying we do uh, we uh, uh we welcome the dusk uh we go out we meet on a beach on, on uh, uh lake erie uh-huh. and we get about 30 20 30 people and uh we we drum from six thirty till dusk, and uh, we welcome that. We welcome that. And on Mondays, it's funny because uh, I'm retired, and I have some friends that are retired, and I have a couple people that have sucky days off, like Monday. And so we meet in a park, uh, a county park here, and we drum. And you know, I've, I've, you know, every so often you, you can buy a, you can buy a, a half jambe. You know, it doesn't have the stand; it's just got yeah. the knife. With the, you know for twenty five bucks or you know at a, at a at a garage sale or bongos anything to make a joyous noise and a go go you know I mean I the shakers whatever and yeah. so we do and we meet on Mondays also and we you know it's like a little men's group you know it's it's like nice. it's like a men's bitch fest slash drum drum the drum your troubles I away it. I you have know? a little drum it's great I love that I have a little drum that um actually I I borrowed it from a local psychic. For when mm-hmm. I investigated the Hensel House with Ectovision mm-hmm. Paranormal, that's how many years ago now, and I still have the drum, and it just kind of sits now in a closet. Because and I've, I, I've offered to give it back <clears throat> to him many times. Mm-hmm. He's reached out to me. What are we going to do? It's just for whatever reason. It's just like it just doesn't work. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm now just now starting to admit to myself that maybe I'm supposed to have this drum for something, and mm-hmm. I would love to start drumming 
and man, I know. Make a circle. You know what? It's funny because I suck at drumming. I have. I don't you know. I suck too. I am. I am the ultimate white boy. I cannot. <laughs> I have no rhythm. I can't play basketball. There is nothing. I right? can't. There's. But you know what I do is I, I'm on. I. I. I'm on uh, uh, YouTube, and you know I got like three rhythms down. I can do. Good enough. Good enough because we all know that drumming is. You know, it's sort of like it's sort of like when you uh, attend Native American rituals. Yeah. Dancing is a prayer, you yeah. know. It's all part of it, and that's the way I look at drumming. Because drumming yeah. is a prayer. I believe that that that's all part of it, you know. And yeah. and it's 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 great. Uh, I yeah. have friends with uh, that have post traumatic stress. They were they're all Gulf War yeah. veterans. Uh, it helps them. It helps people that really have anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, and it brings like a little bit of peace and a little yeah. little bit of calm in, the, in into your into your life. And that's why I, I love doing it. Although I will tell you right now, I'm glad I didn't go tonight because I am so <laughs> thrilled. I met some great people on here, and I got and 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 I know the truth about you now. I know that you, I know the spell work you do. I know that spell work. You know, you keep you keep urologists in business. I'm just going to tell you uh, that right now. Uh, that spell work. Uh, <laughs> Marina, she, he's got your number. I got you. You're right. I got you. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just saying. Um, I'm, let me put. I found my halo somewhere. Ah, no, that. Oh, yeah. I, okay. I lost, it, it's yeah. A, it, my halo's down there below. Below, you know. I, I do. I have some ones, uh-huh. though. I still have. See, and they're like, all blinky too, man. I'll put those on. There you go. See, you can't right. find your halo, but you got your horns. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I never went home without them. I I'm like those. Saying. I like those. I like those horns, though. They're so that's, little and perky. That's so like funny. That's so funny. So, um, anyways. <laughs> oh my god! I can't even see the, the screen. I was crying, laughing so I got tears. <laughs> oh, oh my see? gosh. Sean, and like I said, I think you should do a drum circle. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you if there's anyone local. I got I got a fire pit in my backyard. I got a drum. Let hit me up on Facebook if we could. Hey, some local people. We can do it. My neighbors will hate me, but I don't give a crap. A friend of mine. A friend of mine hooked me up with a Zoom virtual Mm -hmm. drum circle. Oh yeah. There there are people from Australia on there, and all over you know different places, different parts of the world. That's crazy. Because you can suck, and it still sounds so good, you know. And you're like, "Oh my god, it, it's great!" So that I do that, like, you know, if I, if if I'm not, uh, you know, if I if I get done with whatever all my major projects in the house by, you know, by seven o'clock on a Thursday, I, I do that too. So, you know, but drumming, yeah, it's it's great. When yeah. I'm gonna, you know. I just, I actually, it's funny with the new house. I swear to God, I wasn't going to tell anybody what I did or, you know, Uh-oh. and mm-hmm. I got, uh, I was just before I, just before we moved in and we were closing on the house, uh, the, I, the, the owner, cause it was mm-hmm. a, it was a for sale by owner. Uh, mm-hmm. he was, he, you know, we were talking and the neighbor key introduced me to the neighbor next door and. I had just gotten back. He knew I went. I was. I uh, filmed a, uh, an episode of Portals to Hell, and I was in Flagstaff, mm-hmm. Arizona. And he goes to me, "Well, did you find anything?" And you know, and it, so my one neighbor knows that I'm kind of, you know, what I kind of what mm-hmm. I do. And 
everybody's like, well, we have to have a drum circle to cleanse your house. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go and uh, I have some people coming over this weekend and maybe we will, but I want to, I'm going to have a, a little bit of a, like an official one probably in August where I'm going to invite, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a certain, a certain group of people over and <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, bring in a, uh, uh, you know, a, you know, I'm going to bring in a, a, a leader. I'm going to bring in a drum leader and we're going to drum in our backyard. So I already warned, I already warned my one neighbor and now my other neighbor, I'm going to warn, I'm going to tell him, but I don't want to tell him anything else. Uh, you know, I, I'm afraid that he's going to think that we're going to be all going to be dancing around naked uh, around the fire with a dead chicken or something, you know? So I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that to him, but uh, you know, you know, and I have, you know, I have a retired cop across the street, so I, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to bring any more suspicion to my house than I already have, you know. <laughs> what, I, what I love about drumming, it does connect me to two sides of myself, my Hawaiian self, which I love to dance, and that connects me to spirit, but also mostly my Lakota side. And that when I tend to drum, I tend to go into that Native American chanting, and, and white buffalo uh, woman is present. Um, and I think that's what I miss the most about being able to be connected to drum circles and uh, be connected to like the powwows and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, just just to that have that aspect of uh, it just th- that that presence of the, the Native American, and it is such a beautiful, beautiful experience. It is. It is. And I again, I. I'm one of those people that mm-hmm. I try to go and I respect everything. I try to respect the cult, you know, cultural, all the cultures and traditions. And I, the one thing I have to say is that I, I'm not a meditator. I suck at meditating. I'm one of the world's worth meditating. When I, when I prep, if I'm going to do gallery or reading, I, I got like, you know, ACDC going on, you know, going on. I mean, it's the other way, because otherwise I can't do it. I'm not one of these own people, you know? I'm always glad Zeppelin gets me there. I don't know what But I I have to say that drumming is the only time that I can actually, you know, separate and do that. Because I do trance work and all that, but it's like I can actually feel physically where I can, where I can separate through and it's so strong. And that's what I love about it. And, you know, you get that once you get that rhythm and then you shut your brain off. It's almost like when you're working with automatic writing and you shut the brain, your brain yeah. off or you're concentrating on something else and you mm-hmm. start writing. Uh, that is it's, it's almost the same thing to me. And, yeah. it, you know, and of course, the minute it's like spoon bending too. the minute that yeah. you think about it, it stops, you know, and oh, absolutely. You know, I think about on- it and I get out. Of, I go right out of beat. I've been working on my telekinesis stuff for a while and, you know, and that, and also like when, like you said, you do the transport and the automatic writing, you know, I tend to do a lot of stuff with light language and, and sigils and things like that. Do you find that you do the same as well, Tim, or how does it come across with you? Because it's very few and far between uh, that I've met a lot of mediums that do do that. Um, Cause typically what I'll do is they'll have me write in the, in the light language. And then afterwards it's like, I can kind of, visual you run my fingers over and translate the message how does it work for you just out of curiosity for for automatic writing i mean first of all i i learned i i first learned automatic writing with the writing planches 
because uh-huh. those actually predate the Ouija board. So, I mean, again, I had them because of the fact that I was, were, you know, growing up so close to the Lilydale Assembly. So I had people, mm-hmm. teachers, they used them. And then mm-hmm. I started working. And what I noticed was uh, I get, I end up just like zoning off. Like I'll watch TV or I'll watch uh, YouTube mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. And I put a pen in my hand and I can feel the vibration coming up. And mm-hmm. it's funny because sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, I can I write English. Yeah. But there's other times that I don't. And there's yeah. different drawings and stuff. And when yeah. I look at them at the end, I re- I can interpret what I wrote. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's not English. You so know, and, and that's, that's pretty funny because, you know, that that's what happens with me. And it, it's like, it's literally almost from beginning to end. I cannot take a breath. I cannot stop until whatever that is, is written. And that code oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, is done because it's like, it, and it's just like, I feel like there's this whole conglomerate, like this whole council that is like in my head having a, a, you know, like a business meeting and there's one that steps forward and you hear all that. And I, I just like, so it's good for me to be able to experience and talk to someone on a level that, you know, because I don't, I don't know very many people that do that. Well, this, again, this is stuff that, you know, the church has never taught this. Yeah. Early on when I was little, you know, when I was young, like mm-hmm. in the seventies, they taught it. But mm-hmm. as the seventies grew over, you know, they, they didn't want that stigma of yeah. the golden age of fraud yeah. so from the forties and that, you know, they didn't want that yeah. stigma and they wanted to hide a lot of it. It's, it, I mean, it's funny because even like the church services were never hold, held on Sundays. A lot of them were held on Wednesdays and the one uh, church that I belong to mm-hmm. the, uh, the light on the porch burned out in the night, like 1964 mm-hmm. and wasn't replaced until 2000. Wow. Because they didn't want, you know, what they were afraid of is the good. They didn't want the good Catholics or the Christians to be seen going into this church, you know, and uh, it was a church and the church is, yeah. is it was built in 1911 for mm-hmm. by spiritualists for the religion. So mm-hmm. a lot of it kind of went to the wayside. Same thing with mm-hmm. seance, same thing with physical phenomena, mm-hmm. same thing with transfiguration. A lot mm-hmm. of that stuff was pushed to the side because they didn't mm-hmm. want the stigma of any kind of fakery. And uh, luckily now, uh, a friend of mine is the secretary of the National Spiritual mm-hmm. Association of Churches, and she told me that they're actually pushing more for physical phenomena yeah. and uh, seance work. Yeah. And I, I love that because I love working yeah. with it. But a lot of people, you yeah. know, first of all, <clears throat> being somebody who has been on TV, I understand yeah. how bad it looks. Yeah. It, it doesn't translate well. Like and you have to make when she did her seance and she cracked her back, that was some badass shit there. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's something there. But but, but, but most of the time you don't see yeah. that. And, and yeah, if you do if you do full trance yeah. where you allow, like I do partials. I just go and I won't yeah. allow the spirit to move anything. You can use my hands. You can use my face. Mm-hmm. But you can't I you can't use my legs. You can't, I, because I yeah. saw a guy back when I was a kid mm-hmm. jump out of a chair and run into a wall and bust his nose. Yeah. In trance. So after that, I mean, I'm very, very, I put a lot of boundaries on it. Yeah. So you have to be very careful with that. But, uh, you know, like with me now, 
the trance work, I just it, I just go in and out pretty quickly. And sometimes I can do you ever, do you find that like sometimes you can remember like a little bit, sometimes you can remember the whole session. But yeah. I'm at that point where it's like I can remember little bits and pieces, but that's it. But then mm-hmm. I re- the the big thing is is like when it's over. Whoosh, yeah, that's it. It's, it's done. That's a- it's, it's exactly how it is for me. So typically if I'm by myself, I will try to do like a, a digital recording or a video recording or something like that. Yeah. Or even with people who are with me because I need someone there to validate it because it's like me. That energy is so fast. It's like boom, 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 boom. And it, it, unless I'm doing the auto writing and then I have something, you know, that is black and white. Right, but I, right. I, I, I know this, that um, I do set my boundaries and my limits because I know with when I channel, I call it the, I call it hitchhiking. I feel like I'm in the backseat of a car and they're kind of driving, but I still know where I'm going. That's how I equate it. Basically, and, yeah, I agree. I agree. But, you know, I've had everything from, you know, Lilith to, you know, St. Michael, you know, just different ones kind of hijack me at a point in time. The first time it ever happened to me, Tim, I thought I was dying literally I thought I was dying because I didn't know what was going on with me. So what had happened, I was laying in my bed and, you know, I have a heart condition. So I, I literally thought that, you know, okay, my heart started to slow down and I could feel oh, yeah. like yeah. this, this wooziness that was happening with me. And it's like in my mind's eye and, and every part of what I thought, because how my body was physically reacting, I was like, "This is it. I, I'm, I'm fucking, whoop, sorry, freaking dying," you know. And it was just like, and then all of a sudden, I hear this really high, high, high pitched frequency, and then then this just light, just, just like that. And there was this calm and this peace, and I felt like, oh, there was no. It was at the center of everything, you know. I was not afraid at all. And then, you know, the angel, you know, gave me the message. And it was just like, and then all of a sudden, everything just kind of like pushed off. My my heart rate elevated. I sat up and I was like, well, ain't that some shit? <laughs> <laughs> you know, with me, it's funny because I it's like, I studied uh, natural awareness with uh, Tom Brown Jr. He's a he's a big tracker, uh, natural awareness guy, but he's also a mystic. He really is. And it's like you go in, you go into the zone with a breath, with a single breath, you come out. And so with me, it's like whoosh, one breath in. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like I it's like a warp of time. It's yeah. Like it's gone. It's yeah. It's gone. And, and you, I come back, and it could be five minutes. It could be yeah. twenty minutes. I, you know, and and there, I, I lose, you know, I lose track of that time. And it, it's sort of like, I, you know, everybody goes, "Well, yeah. do you see anything or anything?" No, it's yeah. just a feeling. But see, yeah. I lost, I lost the ability to to see subjectively. Yeah. Uh, a long time ago, when I really, I was really working hard. That's the best mm-hmm. way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean. I lost the ability, yeah. and but again, I was I was trained as a gallery reader, as yeah. you know, in churches yeah. early. So mm-hmm. I mean, what it was was my mentor said, "Listen, it's just a quicker way for you to get it. You're getting yeah. the essence of everything coming through rather than seeing it, rather than experiencing it." Yeah. And 
now, I mean, it's like when I when if when I do trance, it's like boom, boom. You know, it's it's I don't I don't get any of the visual. It's like all of a sudden it's like fade to black, uh-huh. fade up. And that's just a way for me if that's just the way it I, is. I, me, I think you know? I may try something like that because like usually what will happen with me is when I go into something, it's just like is there's this light and it's like all these different paths just separate and I see all these five different parallel things, past, present, future, everything. And they're just like all these different TVs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's like the strangest thing. And it's just like one time I'll feel like I would reach up and turn the knob off and, and if, you know, done with that vision or just, you know what I mean? And it, it, it's just the craziest thing. And then it, it was just like, I think that's how I feel like maybe I travel. I don't know. And it's, it's just the weirdest sensation. I said, I don't remember like even traveling and stuff. I don't remember. And I don't, yeah. well, I don't, I don't remember dreams because I yeah. trained myself not to remember anything like with readings mm-hmm. or anything or what I'm saying. I, I try not to remember anything. Yeah. And I think I, it goes in even to my dream state because I know yeah. I dream, but very, very mm-hmm. seldom do I, I visualize it where I can remember it enough. So I think that that's just, part of my cognitive conditioning but i gotta say hello to nick here nick i met in the chicago paracon a few years ago and uh i haven't i haven't seen you since then and i gotta tell you there's somebody i met there that was like my my ultimate hero i met sven guli at the (laughs) chicago paracon and that that that's like that that's like the uh you know you know that that that's like that's like meeting yeah. you know the, the ultimate. But Nick, how you doing, buddy? It's good to it's good to see you. Thanks for tuning in. I, I love my Nick. He's my he's my home slice. And then um, I wanted to ask you because John Jerome asked you a question, Tim, um, and he wanted to know. Um, it says, Tim, you were uh, Tim, were you ever introduced to the study of works by Alan Cardin? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it's funny because the brand of spiritualism that I was taught mm-hmm. didn't really, it, it included him as a name, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't the philosophy. Yeah. Uh, so I actually, I actually was able to go and uh, online, there's all sorts of translations of mm-hmm. his work. So I, yeah, I've, I, I have read a lot of it and I think, uh, to be honest with you, I think a lot of his stuff. See, the problem that I have with American spiritualism is that mm-hmm. a lot of it's watered down. Yeah, oh, uh, absolutely. You yeah, know, absolutely. It, I mean, if you go to England, man, that's you go to Britain, that's a you know, it's a whole different animal there. You know, where you know they really take their spiritualism seriously. And mm-hmm. with Kardec, it's the same way. Mm-hmm. I love, I love how it it's he slowly how everything slowly developed with him. Yeah. And I think I, I like his philosophy. I like his. He, mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel that his that he actually resonates more with me. Now, mm-hmm. and and here's a funny here's a funny uh, uh, little story. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of us are getting together and we're studying for our our boards, and uh, we're at the church, mm-hmm. and the the whole. You know the whole uh, uh, Fox Sister story comes up, and mm-hmm. you know, and how do we know? How do we know if it's true? How do we know if 
if uh, uh, you know there was a peddler. How do we know all this stuff? Now, I I go to the I go up to the foundation of the Fox House all the time. A friend of mine is a caretaker up there, so I get yeah. a chance to go up there. I get a chance to touch the foundations and go into. It's under a pole barn now. I get a chance to go in the building, but I still question everything. I question it. So we said, well, how are we going to resolve this? Let's do table turning. Well, the table started banging around and uh, names were different than what we Mm -hmm. learned. Two weeks later, a girl comes in with a book called American Spiritualism by uh, Harding and boom, the names are, that's the way the names are, are spelled Mm -hmm. and, you know, in this book, not the way we're taught. So we started talking more and more about Kardec and we asked what we're learning is what we're learning proper or should we look other in another place and the tables banging out K A I'm like it definitely it's spelled Kardec and mm-hmm. after that I, I we started doing a little bit more research and that's where I started finding more of his stuff online so yeah I've I've actually read a lot of it and I, I it, res- it does resonate more with me I'm not a mesmer guy I'm not even like even like Andrew Jacks you know uh, Oh God, my brain just shut off. Uh, uh, one of the founders. I'm not really into a lot of his stuff. A lot of it, a lot of the American, a lot of the American spiritualism. I really have seen that so much of it is so diluted, and uh, you know, you start looking at the different. You know, when when the, they had to go and they had the, the commissions that were formed, so they had to, the, you know, band together to the first the first church organizations. I think so much of it was lost. And I believe that European and I believe Kardec actually is a purer form of what, of yeah. what you should be looking at as a spiritualist. Yeah. And, but, but again, but again, depends on your religion, depends on, yeah. you know, the, depends, depends on how much, how far you want to push the envelope. And, you know, it depends if you want to jump down that rabbit hole, but if you're a truth seeker, you should be jumping down that rabbit hole, like immediately if you can. There's a couple other people that I that I have been following too. I know Sean has a question from uh, a guest on Spreaker, and the second thing I want to say is that Sean, if you look behind you, it looks like you have a ghost child with legs or something on that shutter standing beside you. It's kind of creepy. And three, after Sean has his question, I want to know what are your favorite chaos books uh, as as far as that. So that's me, and I'm going to shut up right now. But I swear, doesn't it look like a creepy ghost thing standing beside behind Sean Shadow White? Right there? Yes. The shadow? Yes, it looks like a kid with a leg. It's kind of creepy. The lady in my house came and was checking us out a little bit earlier. Yes. Yeah, she... All right, I'll be quiet. Wait to her. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a uh, uh, listener, um, Black Dragons Radio. Um, He's asking for uh, Tim Tim Shaw. He wants to know how many years you've been into the paranormal. Uh, well, let's see. I was. In, I. It's hard to. Well, the, for me, the paranormal is part of the religion. So, uh, if that's the case, 1972, I was introduced into the Lilydale Assembly. Uh, <laughs> I took classes. I I did all the little the children's seances and uh, Lyceum. Uh, which is a Sunday school. Uh, I, I went through I went through high school, you know, most of high school uh, uh, into it, and then I discovered sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and it was the disco age, of course. 
And uh, I left it for a while, and uh, I got married in uh, 1982, and by 1983, I had come back to it. And uh, by 83, uh, I started paranormal started you know the, the actual study of par oh, i shouldn't say the actual study of paranormal because that goes back you know all you know with uh, uh all the other you know with all the greats but uh i would say paranormal like you started seeing it on tv more uh uh you started seeing the tv like especially in the fall you had all the the leonard nimoy was on you know on your on your on the on the tube every week so Probably I got serious, really serious in 83. And then I really started getting into like the toys and, and the meters and stuff right around 85. I started, we started doing the experiments rather than just doing the pure spiritualism. So yeah, I've been, I've been kicking around a little bit with a, with a little break in between. 85. That's when I moved to Ohio. <laughs> I was born in 57. So that was... makes me. That that makes me uh, one of the guys that helped carve the Ten Commandments. Most... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was six, so. But yeah, so I, yeah, I we, we you know, Andrew Jackson Davis. My brain just jumped back in, but Andrew Jackson Davis was uh, one of the big philosophers of of the spiritualist movement. But again, you have to look at it, you have to kind of look at what you got to look at who actually. Uh, wrote his philo- his philosophical books. You have to really be careful about that. It's sort of like when you study Mormonism, you have to understand that Joseph Smith may have not been the main interpreter of the Golden Tablets that were given to him by the Angel Moroni and Hill Cumorah in Palmyra, New York. Uh, you know, you understand that there's other people that were involved uh, in the you know, the, uh, uh, the interpretation. Uh, and then of course the golden tablets were given back to Moroni. So, uh, you have to kind of balance it. You have to really read it and, you know, you have to, you have to take everything with a grain of salt. You have to, but let's, that's why I like Kardec's books because Kardec is a little bit different because Kardec is more direct. There's not, there's influences, but not all these crazy influences that, you know, that, that have really gone and, and changed the basic philosophy of what we do. So yeah, I've been kicking around a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's kind of crazy though because a, a lot of people <clears throat> like they think that that this is kind of like a, a new thing, and uh, and the fact of the matter is that like religion, it's not this no. um, spirituality, it's all, it's all. paranormal, supernatural. Um, Wicca, voodoo, hoodoo, all this has been around for centuries. And this is nothing new. People, I think, just have their eyes or minds more open to it. Yeah. Yeah. And Exactly. And Gidrome has put up there about, yes. he's uh, uh, exactly, students of Kardec, uh, scientific spiritism. And yes. that's, spiritism is 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 different. And, and, and it, you know, the one thing that I, I do like is... Some of my Santeria friends are, they consider themselves spiritualists, but they study spiritism mm-hmm. and it's a mix, it's a hybrid of them. And that's what I thought was, that's what I find is so amazing. Uh, you know, I love, I love, I love the fact that he, he wrote on there. I don't know why Alan Kardec jumped into yeah. my mind, but you know, but he should be, you know what? He's one, he's like, 
when we start talking about uh, the heavy hitters of of the you know of of the witchcraft and the craft traditions, a lot of people gloss over Scott Cunningham because Scott Cunningham wasn't around that long. You know, he was prolific, but he he passed away yeah. at, at a relatively young age. Mm-hmm. So they don't, you know, they they you know everybody hears about Gardner and everybody hears mm-hmm. about you know they but nobody really hears that much about Cunningham. So. Mm-hmm. It's to me, Kardec is the same way in the, you know, U.S. spiritualist community. I, you know, and I and I hate to say it, but it's like the white U.S. spiritualist community. Whereas mm-hmm. anybody who has, you know, any ethnicity, uh, spiritism, especially if you go down into like Brazil and 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 you go even into some parts of Central Central America, you start seeing it. You start seeing spiritism in there uh, as uh, you know, as one of the the main ingredients in uh, uh, you know in their version of the religion. So yeah, I think Kardec is is amazing, and I still have not. I've still got to read even more about him because I've read like biographies and I've read some of the writings, and then I have to stop for a while and like get my head clear and, and like cut the grass or something, and then I'll go back and and I'll and, I, and look for other ones. So, yeah, I, I really find that I find them fascinating. But again, he, you have to do that. You have to do that. If you're going to if you're going to if you're going to concentrate on, on something, you have to look at the whole. You know, you have to sure. gestalt it. You can't go mm-hmm. and just look at one point, you know, in order to understand the philosophy. The gestalt uh, method is the best way to do it. Now, it's, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around like the Libra Null. Um, that's it's a really wordy, heavy, deep sandwich for me. Um, I prefer kind of more like a grilled cheese, like, you know, chaos, <laughs> like pita, things like that. Because I, I'm going to will... use that one too. I prefer to grill. <laughs> listen, I prefer, I, listen, I prefer my teaching to be like more of the grilled cheese rather than the BLT of <laughs> whatever I'm teaching. I love that. <laughs> it is because, you know, somehow that, I mean, like it, it, it is like, you know, I try to dedicate myself to read like all the keys of Solomon and all that. I was like, I got through like maybe like the seventh page. I was like, I, I was ready for a nap. I am not going to lie. I, I is there a book read, on tape? Maybe you need that. I, I mean, no, oh, there's going to work. I, I I'll am put too, you right to I, sleep. I am too ADD for that, you know. So like, I kind of like stick with like, like the simple PDFs and the things like that that I know that I can get through without needing a nap. Because you know, Zarina is, you know, yeah. So that's all I'm going to say about that. So what um, would you say when you're talking on the topic of like chaos magic and things? Some of your thing things that you would recommend book-wise or anything of that nature who anybody wanted to kind of investigate that route, Tim? Well, you know what? I'm hey, a friend hey, with... Hey, Tim, uh, real quick. Yes, yes. Also, yes. in this, can you add in where some of your books and where people can find yes. your stuff? Oh, my yes. God. Well, let's see. Out of six books I have, two of them are still in print. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, 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 so I'm working on I'm working on self publishing next. That's my that's my big, next, next big goal. So I don't run out of books, you know. But um, uh, the ones that are still in print is the I have the Ghost of Buffalo, which is my own local area. Uh, you can get those right on Amazon, and uh, that's by Schiffer Publishing. And I will have 
I'm hoping by Christmas I'm going to self-publish a, a volume two to it uh, so I can get that out. The other one is is a companion book to a movie. Uh, they hired me, the little production company hired me on to uh, write the companion book uh, through the C2D1 haunting, which is a uh, temporal possession attempt of a of a of a kid at uh, Geneseo State College in uh, 1985. And I believe you can still get that on Amazon. I think you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive that's still available. So, and if you can't, you know, drop me a line, you know, on Facebook, message me on Facebook. That's the best way to get a hold of me because, you know, I'm I'm a guy, brain, you know, I'm I have brain damage here. I just sent you a new ad because I deleted my old profile because I had a stalker. Okay. So if you get it, it's not a fake me, it's a real me. So I'm just like, wow, I have some stalker issues. So just like you can't. But you know, it's it's, it's funny, you know, when you when you talk about that, it's like, it got to the point where on Facebook I had so many people, and it got really bad. It got nasty. So I dropped it. I started something new, and the deleted page redeleted. It's or re, you know, it it started up again so now i have to figure out how to re-delete that one so uh look if there's one on there that's got a picture of uh krampus that's mm-hmm. th- that's the one i'm that's the one that was deleted so look for a picture of this smiling face in a mask in a mask in a, in a mask yeah, I have a that's mask the one on. i just sent you that's what i did because i that's was just like and, so, and yeah. the, so you know the real serena that i'm not uh you know like someone in zimbabwe or you know my rich uncle had died and I, I keep looking. Pick, I keep waiting for my, my, my. I keep waiting for my Somalian princess to to come well, and. The please, real Zarina, I, please I'm stand saying, up. Please stand I know. up. Please well, stand let me up. tell you, I do have a question because I I, w- I was on about this with Sean because something happened with me where I was on this whole kick about the three six nine Tesla uh, manifestation theory, and I tested this out. I wrote that I needed you know such such and such on a certain date. And then I did the method. The next day, it manifested. I was like, "What?" Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. So, are you familiar with this? Am, or am I, I just crazy? Or well, well, you're crazy, but so are the rest of us. So. <laughs> We're, we're all we're not, crazy. It's just about yeah, we're all, we're, yeah, that's exactly the same. I don't think girls. I don't think there's such thing as sane, and I don't think there's such thing as normal. I no. but, so but I think it's all just a made up idea. Kind of like guys happiness. love crazy girls. They're all crazy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they are. So now, Tim, uh, Black Dragons Radio from uh, from Spreaker, he he wants to be your friend on Facebook too. So I'm just throwing that out there. So send me a friend request. There it is. I, I, I send him a friend actually, request. Uh, Dragons Radio. And, and actually, what I did was I had about five thousand on the new mm-hmm. on the new page, mm-hmm. and I actually backed it off. I'm. Was I'm, I'm probably under eight hundred right now? Yeah. The reason I backed a lot of it off oh. was because I wasn't going and advertising myself. I had given yeah. up my, I gave up my agent, and uh, I started mm-hmm. to embrace semi-retirement because I, uh, up until this time, yeah, uh, I'm, pr- I'm I'm a you know I'm usually really busy. Uh, I yeah. volunteer at a at uh, Lockport uh, Cable TV. Mm-hmm. And I produce and I direct and I and I can do camera work and whatever for yeah. not for profits, and uh, that took a, that takes up a lot of my time, and I started cutting back on a lot of events, yeah. uh, where I was just doing, 
like last year I did 38 events, but this year I was going to do, you know, probably 15 to 20 at top. And so I had to back way, I had to back all the friends and everything way down so that I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, advertising and I had given up the shows too. I had given up because I had the black cat lounge for 12 Uh years and then I was on CBS for a couple of years. And, um, so I kind of backed everything down, and now, of course, I'm kind of building it back up again because I'm on Mondays on Facebook. I do a little, I I do a black cat lounge. I do my I do my very crude way of working it, and you know, <laughs> you know, just kind of just just kind of just kind of chat for an hour and and yeah. bring out bring out bring out more junk to show. <laughs> you know, show nice. people. And, so but, uh, yeah, Nick Nick Billy says uh, everybody's crazy nowadays, Tim. Now, you know what? I think people have always been freaking crazy. I think that people yeah. are just more open to it, or people just don't give a shit anymore. I think that it's people are, I mean, like much like spiritualism mm-hmm. and the paranormal, supernatural, that's getting more and more accepted. I think well, that human beings wanted. are natural, uh, mental, I don't know, I think that the whole crazy, the whole crazy is yeah. it's, it's more well, accepted. First, it's more accepted. First off... Paranormal. Mm-hmm. You were crazy up until uh, the big, uh, the big sponsors came into being <laughs> and produced the shows and started doing quality shows rather yeah. than the sporadic single, you know, single episode shows. And that was a huge thing that started, and it gave it legitimacy. It and the 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 you know how long Ghost Hunters lasted. Right. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Because the average the average uh, uh, life expectancy of any ghost show is two years, so uh, you get anything that long, it's 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 like it becomes a classic. It, it really does. So and and then again, you start getting, you know, you start getting like real sponsors, not like you know, hey, let's all go to Tim's Crab Shack and have some like really <laughs> bad beer and some undercooked shrimp. You know, you 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 know you, you started getting you know. You st- and and it was hitting targeted uh, yeah. uh, age, you know. It, you know, you started getting people. You weren't getting like your your eighteen to, to twenty year olds. You were they were targeting like thirties and forties and fifties and onward. And when you started doing that, they started giving a lot of things legitimacy. And then next thing you know, travel channels dropped all the travel and just started willowing with ghosts. Right. And, you know, and you started seeing that. You know, this is the stuff that's going on. And every and for a while, every every uh, network was was vying for uh, a ghost show. You know, something there. Everybody was. You know, you know. I don't even know during that time period. I don't. Even, I I I can't even tell you how many pilots I did. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's it's like it it. So everybody's being it's 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 a little yeah. bit more legitimate now. People are a little bit more open to it. Uh, it's not something that people sweep under the table. A lot of people like a lot of people you know love to be armchair quarterbacks with it. So mm-hmm. that's what that's what it is. But yeah. craziness, craziness is. I know crazy people. I hang out with crazy people. I worked with insane people. Oh, and yeah. uh, and and if anybody ever comes to any of my church services, mm-hmm. you'll see insanity. Or if you see if you see me in a casino. I uh, I do casino gallery readings, yeah. You know, and if you if you've never experienced that, man, this ain't your, this ain't your this ain't your mother's gallery. Do you stream reading those? Do I? No, because uh, uh, 
I don't have to, I don't have the facilities to do it. I have no yeah. Clue. Give, yeah. You know what? I'm lucky I can do what I can do with these two fingers. You know, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. At the at the studio, it's a, it's amazing because it's like so simple because you have all the stuff there. But they're going schlep and set up. One day I might. But I would I, lo- I would love to do a gallery. I mean, I've did little parties and things like that, but I've never did it. Oh, you know, you, you know, big time because I I've I've never kind of like really put myself out there. I think this is the most I've ever done with Sean. And it's just like, because, you know, I don't ever want to, I think I don't ever want to come off like anyone from Long Island, you know, because <laughs> well, I'm no, no, a little, no, no. you know what I'm talking I, about? I yeah, am crazy, yeah. but I'm not saying anything is bad, but when yeah, I, I do don't, my whole thing is, I, it, yeah. we, you can't go up to some, you can't go up to people like that. You just yeah. can't because it's, it's that whole thing where you can go and, and change somebody's somebody's fate by doing something yeah. like that. However, if they go to a gallery or they go to a message yeah. service, they're they're their own free will, and they yeah, you're giving what them permission. Get. Exactly. So yeah, that's a little that's a little different. But uh, again, I mean, you know, it sucked when I was growing up. I mean, a lot of the spiritualist churches, yeah, they didn't they didn't have candles, they didn't have anything. They were just yeah. bare bones. You know, it was no, yeah. I mean, it was no, you know, flair to it, and. Yeah. The mediums, though, the, the the women used to have to wear skirts that were just yeah. above their ankles, but the men were peacocks, three-piece yeah. suits with the gold, all the rings and the, yeah. and the gold, and, I mean, the tie, the tie pins and everything. It was amazing. So uh, in uh, the book, Keeler's book, Lilydale, uh, a medium said that, well, you know what, the – Favorite mediums are not the best mediums. They're the ones that the people like mm-hmm. because they're showmen. And I thought to myself, well, that's kind of sucky because of the fact that you should be able yeah. to, you know, be both. If you're going to get a message yeah. across, you have to be able to convey it in a way that people yeah. will want to listen to it. And the same thing with the message work, you know, you have to do it. Yeah. So with me, it's not unusual. I just, I did a, a social distancing correct Mm-hmm. Stump service medium or a sub service mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago, and I have one mm-hmm. coming up. Excuse me, this Friday, mm-hmm. where I said to everybody, "We're going to celebrate change," and that was the whole. Yeah. And I don't do a yeah. big, I don't do a big service. I yeah. I just talk, and basically, I'm like I'm like the master of ceremonies, and I bring other mediums on, and I do quotes, and I yeah. and I talk about change, like I talked about change. However, mm-hmm. I said, you know, this kind of sucks because. Mardi Gras yeah. was right around the corner, and we didn't get a chance to go, and we yeah. didn't get a chance to celebrate it. So I had everybody singing when the Saints come marching in, and I threw mm-hmm. Mardi Gras beads. And then I was warning the guys not to lift their shirts up, you know. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, by doing that, it grabs the attention of the yeah. people. They're having a nice time. It raises, mm-hmm. and you know yourself, the the happier everybody everything is, the vibrations yeah. go up. And I I'm a lazy medium, so I wanna yeah. I wanna I wanna go and get my messages without trying to work too hard. Mm-hmm. And people have a good time, and yeah. they're more receptive. Yeah. And you know, and we usually have like it's myself and usually like three other mediums. Yeah. And it's nice because everybody's comfortable and everybody, whereas it's not something that, Oh, I had to go and do this. Yeah. I had to be there. No, I want to be there. And that's what yeah. you want. And the casinos are the, the best ones are, are the, the nine o'clock drunk 
drunk tank <laughs> gallery. My goal is to oh, do a casino with oh, you. Oh, you, you would love we it would, because yeah. Oh, people are people are just like they are three sheets to the wind, and you're <laughs> in there. And you know, usually they sell like sixty tickets, and then they're calling, they're texting me. Can we do ten more? Can we? Do? So you got about eight between eighty and hundred yeah. people in the gallery. You know, everybody yeah. again nine o'clock at night. People are feeling well, and what I do is I have candy at the casinos. Yeah. And I throw candy at people. You know, you go to the dollar store and you buy twenty dollars worth of candy. Yeah. What the hell? That's a lot of candy. But the best thing in the world is you get the little musket three musketeer bars and you throw them. You can they're like tracer bullets. You can see where they're hitting. And yeah. every time you get somebody that's like obnoxious and he's whatever, you know, they're they're being disruptive, you go, Hey, here and you throw candy at them, they get hit in the head, and then they <laughs> they're eating candy so they're not disruptive, you know. So it's it's a lot of fun. I like doing them, but you have to but again. You're, you we're doing serious work, but you're getting yeah. a message across and everybody's happy. So why can't you, why can't we bring joy and fun yeah. and happiness along with something yeah. that may be serious, maybe, yeah. you know, with a spirit message. And yeah. it, it's just fun to do that. And people yeah. miss it. People, you know, the churches seem to miss that a lot. And yeah. I understand because I, you know, I still go to one church, uh, you know, when I can, and uh, it's I get I get my, you know, where we sing nearer to God to Thee, and we're singing to you. You're not going to get that in my galleries. And you're not going to get that in my services because, yeah. you know, it's it's all rock and roll people. We're going to have fun with this. And you know, it, it, the other thing that's funny is, uh, people will go and have these church services, and you know, most mm-hmm. spiritual church services they yeah. they they rack in fifteen to thirty people. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can, because of what I do, I can pack in anywhere between sixty to a hundred, depending on. That's awesome. D- depending on the venue we're working, and mm-hmm. it's not like I'm doing it because of the money, and I'm not, but I'm doing it because spirit told me. Yeah. This is what you should do. You've trained all, your whole life to do that. This. this is fun. You know, you got to have fun when you're doing it. Because if you're not having fun when you're doing it, you shouldn't be doing it. And that's and why it, I want to bring it to the people that I want to have fun. And I want them to have fun. And I want them to, to hear the word of spirit. And, that, and I want them to think. And I want to get them to think. And that's that's what's so important. And that's that's what I want to be doing. I, I definitely, I do not have the mentality anymore to, to really do customer service and deal with ass hats all day. I, I just cannot... I cannot. I just, I just, yeah, I just, I, I am like, I am here to do something, serve my purpose. Y'all need to get it together, make it happen because this here, it ain't working anymore, you know? And the best part of my services, you can drop an F-bomb once in a while. Well, I've been really good. I I think I only did three tonight. Only, maybe, (laughs) I don't know. I just, Uh, whenever, whenever one slips, I go like this, wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) I just think we would rock it, Tim, like Elvis and Priscilla. We would be like, we would just like, bam, it'll be on. So yeah, but it's fun. It it really is. But you have to, you know. I mean, I whenever I'm asked to speak at a church, you know, I'm, you know, I break, I break out the suit coat and I do the whole thing. But that's not. Yeah. That's you know, I I'm a you know I I'm a showman. That's what I do, and I'm not I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm and not ashamed. People, people will go and cri- I have other mediums that criticize yeah. me because yeah. of what I do. 
podcast. But I'm not ashamed of it, and yeah. it gets. And I can guarantee you that the message that I'm bringing across, and I, yeah. I'm not gonna, I am not gonna go, and I'm not gonna dry, jam it down somebody's throat. Yeah. You know yeah. what? If you catch, if you catch, change is inevitable, and we are all yeah. evolving every day. You've done it. You've got yeah. it. You've got everything. You don't need to know anything more of what I said. That's and 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 you know what? I get I get messages like the next day saying, "Wow." You know, now I thought about it, and it just like came to me. You know, I was mm-hmm. I, 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 I was going to pee in the middle of the night, and after I was after I flushed the toilet, and it was like, oh hey, you know, I, was just, all of a sudden I started thinking about what you said, and I'm happy because sometimes that's all it takes, and 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 it helps people too. Well, you know? I have to say, Sean knows when it's it's that time to get down to business. I get down to business, and I'm all about all about my seriousness, but. You know, that is part of me being who I am. I am that crazy, that that X factor, that I'm just all over the place. And thank God Sean can, you know, tame me every once in a while. And, and, Good uh, luck, Sean. <laughs> keep, keep, keep me on that leadership and puts up with me. And I love him for that. Sean is one of the most amazing hosts, but best friends I have in my life. And if I, I could have not got through a lot of the crap in my life if it wasn't for him. And and just for him, you know, saying, you know what, the show will go on. And I feel like that is that that is with him, with the circus of life. Sean is like this lion tamer and you got this crazy carny chick right Ooh. here. <laughs> he's oh. like he's keeping everything under the big chat, uh, you know, all under control. And you know, so I have to say, I have to say that about you. We got so. to get a gospel keep it real. All I do we is keep get it a, real. I tell we you, we got to get a gospel bus. That's all I can say. Yeah. We got to get a gospel bus, and we're going. Couple, one big top, and we're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> hey, I will bring the ukulele. He just got the drum, so I'll be like, yeah, I, we got this. I am down. You just let me know. Oh, that's too funny. Oh, just don't, uh, just don't let me start singing. That then uh, it'll be all bad. <laughs> For some reason, in that uh, song came into my um, head. Um, she, what is it? The world is gonna roll me. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Who sings <laughs> that song? You know what I'm talking about? Sharpest? Uh, I don't know. I I say that about my kids. Not the sharpest tool. In the I shed. know you know who that song is. Um, I'm googling. You're Googling. I'm Googling. You need to use your empathic, telepathic, all that kind of good stuff. You know, you're, you're supposed to be leveling up here. Uh, Is it like something? Oh, Lord Jesus, I forgot it. I can't remember. Um, Smash Mouth All-Star. Smash Mouth All-Star. That's it right there. Melvin. I love my Melvin. Melvin, did he... Look at that. Yes, he and did. He said it just as I... I was Of course, I had this window... Um, minimized, but uh, that's that's exactly what came up here. Um, someone once told me the world's gonna roll me. I ain't this. Yeah, I, I can't ain't the sing. sharpest tool in the shed. Unless I have tequila, but that's a whole other different story. That's not. That's not really sharp. That's more of a. Wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. Zarina, tequila. Yeah, okay, wait a minute. We're gonna keep a note on that. Tequila. I like the kind with the worm on in it Ew, because let me tell you. That's no, the cheap because stuff. let me tell you. No, let me tell you. 
No, it's that's not. The stuff. Yeah, I man. just want the stuff. That's the caca stuff. I drink Don Let's Julio because. I don't know. Why. Well, because you're bougie. I am. But let me tell you, are I, you so know who bougie. made me bougie? My <laughs> wife made me bougie. That's who made me bougie. <laughs> I just feel a sense of satisfaction of eating the worm when I get done. I don't oh. know. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I, I'll tell you what. When I lived in Phoenix, Arizona, I worked at this uh, this restaurant bar. <laughs> and um, I, man, one day, all all the cooks, they they were Hispanic and they all spoke spanish and all of the servers none of us spoke spanish and it, it was a challenge <laughs> and so i was just like you know what i i took it upon myself to learn some spanish and we would teach each other i would teach them some english they'd teach me some spanish it was like a trade and, uh, and then cinco de mayo came and uh then they introduced <laughs> me to the worm i literally crawled home that day so that i was building up to that moment crawling home well i'm just Nothing saying good comes of of the worm I Nothing can't handle my tequila. Not, I mean, Nothing you good just... comes of the worm. I can handle my tequila. It's that worm. That worm gets you. I'm telling you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know about such things. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, let me adjust my halo. I'm just saying. I survived disco. I don't know how. Barely. Barely I survived. No, but disco time, they were, they, they had craziness going back on. My they friend, had disco like, duck. Yes, I did. And my friend, she oh, used to do. Like, I had she a friend in high school was... that had an 8-track player in their car, and we played Disco Duck. Uh-huh. That's, that's yeah. my disco. I, I, grew, I was a kid in the 90s, and uh, we had grunge, heavy metal, and we had, um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I should say more. But, yeah, we had raves. So, um I mean, they're kind of, raves are kind of like discos, kind of, in a way, almost. Sort of. No. <laughs> no. No. The thing that I I never miss, went to a rave, ever. The, the thing that I miss is going to the roller rink. I can jam on some roller, uh, on some roller skates. Let me tell you, I was like, we were every weekend that we could when we were kids at the roller rink. Now... Oh, not with these ankles. Mm-hmm. I go, I go to the not roller happening. Rink and I would, I would, I would go. There's a roller rink. Um, yeah, it was a hangout spot. We go there and then we went to Dunkin' afterwards. <laughs> but you go there and you flirt with the girls and you watch the people do their okay. fancy roller rink dance stuff. Because I, I was never good at it. I was into to mountain bikes and stuff, so I never got into like the. I can't do the man. This, they like flow on that floor. I could never do that. I was like, that looks like it hurts. So, I could skate backwards. I was jamming back then. I I could like unintentionally do a circle, and then fall. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one who got in the middle of the roller rink and did the hokey pokey. I know. No, <laughs> I was the asshole who went around as fast as he could and couldn't stop and slammed into the wall. <laughs> yes, I would have. <laughs> I had the, I had the long hair, wearing all black, and I was going like, "Yeah, I'm angry." And angsty. And you had a black overcoat, no less, probably. I did not have a black overcoat, but I... You're, you're like Jay and the Silent Bob. You know, which one had the I was the overcoat? Cool. I will tell you my coolest moment ever is, you know, in Bill and Ted, Excellent Adventure, their history book in that movie was my history book in high school. So when that movie came out, 
I was like, I know what page that's on. So I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent to each other. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, Tim. I'm so sorry. I got lost. I went down the rabbit hole. We went down down a rabbit hole there. (laughs) (laughs) And there was that wormhole 10 minutes later, and Tim was like, I have no recollection. I have no memory. What happened? So, um, John Jerome, uh, he says, uh, Pazuzu is the demon of the southwest wind, known for bringing famine during dry seasons and locusts during rainy seasons. Is that who is here now? Because they need to go. I'm just saying. Sorry. Bad joke. Bad joke. Sorry. Oh, it's too funny. Oh, I'm just... I'm ready for change, guys. I want to change back to the way it was a year ago. No, never backward, always forward. I'll take backwards at this point. I'm done with this crap. I just would like another parallel, like where I'm skinny, blonde, and rich, and can go on a tan on a boat, and I'm good with that. I'll take the skinny and rich part. You would want to be on a boat somewhere, like, parked in, like, the South Seas and the crisp blue water. And you could, like, catch fish and, like, you know, cook it on the bank. Can we be, like, treasure hunters? Yeah. We could do whatever we want. If you had, Tim, if you had a parallel life. If I were that's what I would do. What was your parallel life, Tim, if you had a parallel life? Oh, well. Probably a uh, sideshow carny. That's, <laughs> That's me. That, that that was definitely my past life. Well, I could definitely be a fortune teller in the carny show. You know, Step I right. actually Step right up, ladies and gentlemen. Look I around. Do. Look around for a one thin dime. One thin dime. Come, come, come. See the bearded lady. Yes. See Sean. Go and. I would be one of the unbelievable, freaks unbelievable weights, and see Zarina, Zarina, who knows all, who knows all, who sees all. Come closer, come closer. One thin dime, one thin dime, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Come closer, come closer. It's Madame Zarina. Madame Zarina, I'm the bearded woman. <laughs> not not today, but sometime. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, Teresa says that she's with you on the beach, Serena. Um, I don't know. There, it seems like are they having a conversation in our chat that I have yes. been neglecting? Oh, Apparently, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, you know what it is here. You know what? I was right. Hold on. So, so Lume Star says, "Hey, I just noticed something. Twenty twenty looks like Zozo. Maybe that's why this year is so crazy." And then Jean Jerome, this is where he said, "That's Pazozu associated with the desert and pestilence, dude." That I said, "Is that what's going on now?" That's what Jean Jerome. Look at that. I didn't even know what he was talking about, and I knew what he was talking about. See? He and I. We're there. We don't even know it. 
I'm telling you, there's just the whole other subtext of universe that happens when we're on into the abyss. I'm just saying. Well, all of us kind of have this like connection, and and you guys are part mm-hmm. of this like crazy spiritual path that uh, that I've got going on. Oh, which reminds me, I had this crazy crazy dream the other day. Um, at least it was crazy to me. Mm-hmm. So. I was. You in, weren't naked, right? I was just, not naked. Okay. No. I was just kind of worried there no. for a couple. No. Listen, we don't want we don't want to scar Zarina. We, we don't, don't want, want to scar, scar anybody. That's, Listen, yeah. the thing says Zarina has seen. Ain't nobody gonna scar this. <laughs> then, we, then we got then we got a party. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, uh, um, we'll have to have that conversation. <laughs> Uh oh. Okay. I'm partying like this it's is, 1999. You guys, I, I, I want to go. Um, I, I, really, I just want to watch. I just want to see what happens. So, um, but I might partake a little bit. Anyways, so anyways, I had this crazy dream the other day. I was at a, um, I was at a haunted location. I don't know what the place was. Um, it was a brick building, and we were in our room, and uh, one of the people who was there was like the mm-hmm. like the host. Um, she took mm-hmm. us into this room where she's kind of been like sleeping in. Like it was just like a mattress on a floor. Like like she was mm-hmm. just like temporarily staying there while she hosted paranormal teams to investigate. And so we go in this room and she shows me this jewelry box. She's like, hey, check out this jewelry box. I mm-hmm. And I found this jewelry box. And I'm lo- mm-hmm. looking at it. And I'm like, wow. This mm-hmm. has weird energy to it. And I'm looking at it. Cause it's like examining it, you know. And uh, I, I go and I open it, and there's a necklace. And it's just a really thin chain. And I don't know what's on the pendant. It, it's a small, roundish, with linear design. I don't really know what it was. I don't think that was important. But I took the necklace out of the jewelry box. And I'm holding it in my hand with the chain kind of hanging over my hand like this. And I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, the door slams shut. And then the lights start going crazy. And then things are mm-hmm. just like going like spiritually insane. Like mm-hmm. more insane. Disco. It was disco. It, it, it was very much like disco, <laughs> except a lot more scarier, and it, it seemed really real. And so yeah. I, I was like, okay, well, obviously I should not have this necklace out. So I took the necklace. I, I apologized. I put the necklace back in the jewelry box. Mm-hmm. I closed it up. I said, I'm so sorry. I'll make sure no one messes mm-hmm. with this again. I took the jewelry box to the girl, and I said, this jewelry box needs to kept, be kept someplace safe where no one is going to fuck with it. Do not open it. Put it away and forget about it. And we left. That was my dream. I wish I this got dreams days like ago, that. And I still remember. It's very vivid. Um, I could tell you who the people were in the dream. I, I don't think that, mm-hmm. that that's really important. But um, it, it's just like, what? It's just crazy. But there's, there's some mm-hmm. sort of warning in that dream. I've had dreams before with warnings. This dream is a warning. Was yeah. it a warning to me? Was it a warning to the people in the dream? I don't know. But it's part of this leveling up crap that you're telling me all about lately. It's just like, I don't oh. know anything about that yeah, innocent look mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I wish I had dreams like that because my dream the other day. So we're in like, you know, where they have this big church festival, like, you know, they're like, they're having like the little carnivals that they have mm-hmm. when they have at churches. So I'm there, but I'm with my son and my son is like about seven years old at that time. And he's like 20, 25 now. He's, you know, and so, but at that time he's about six or seven. 
So all of a sudden, we're just doing walking around our thing or whatnot. And all of a sudden, I feel this presence and I turn and I look and there's this woman with the dark, uh, you know, brunette hair and these menagerie of women that are with her. And she comes in to to that to the festival, but she's not a woman. She's a demon. So we look at each other and we're like, bitch, it's on. So we're like fighting energy balls, shit's happening, things getting destroyed. I mean, it was like literally like rock and rubble. It was crazy. And then like, it was like, and all of a sudden it was just like, I, I, I could hear everything going on talk, but I wasn't verbal. And I was like trying to call on St. Michael and I couldn't get it up. And she goes, you have lost your faith. And, I, and it pissed me off. And so then I was able to call out and I started evoking St. Michael and doing my, you know, you know, things. And, um, and all of a sudden you hear that, you know, the horn that, that trumpet that blows. And all of a sudden you can just feel this boom and that light come in and they come in kicking ass. Him and his angels blew her the refrigerator back. And it was just like, and then she looks at me because they, um, are just, you know, outside of wherever that, the, you know, the light and everything is and they can't get back in. And, uh, she's, as she looks at me, she says, we're not done. And I looked at her and I said, I know. And then it was them. I turned to my son and said, we need to get out of here. And he says, no, mom, this is the safest place that we can be right now. And then I woke, I woke up because I was like freaking the refrigerator out and like where my clothes are, like I have all my clothes hung. And there was, of course, a little, a little imp thing that was hiding behind my clothes. So at three o'clock in the morning, I'm staging casting shit out. So opening up my door so this bitch is not doing parkour in my room and kicking this out. So that's the type of shit that I had to deal with like a couple days ago. And I'm like, so I'm kind of like, what are your thoughts on that? Too (laughs) Too much tequila. (laughs) Too much tequila. tequila. Not enough tequila. I need either that or I need to switch to bourbon like I did. No, I need some bud. That's what I really need. And that that stuff is nasty. You need a at least drink magic hat. That is not what even I'm talking about, Sean (laughs) Gilmore. What? What are you talking about? (laughs) What? It it just went over him. What? What? Bud. It's not not Bud Bud? Light. Bud? Bud Lightyear? Buzz Lightyear. I'm innocent. You can't. You can't take away my innocence. I have no idea. Okay, Tim was like, like. Tim is just like he's trying to figure it out himself. He's like, what? So what's going on, Tim? You're awful quiet over there. I'm just hey, listen. I'm just letting you guys go. She she was talking about Bud last week, and he was a freaking ex cop. So that was fun. Well, guys, hey, I gotta. It's 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 eleven almost eleven o'clock my time. It is so. It's 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 definitely bedtime. <laughs> it's definitely bedtime. For well, sure. thank you guys for having me on tonight. No, thank you for coming on. Le- it, thank it, you it for a, letting us have It was a lot of too. fun. I knew it was going to be a blast. And uh, and thank you. Please come on again. Mwah. You got it. No, Bye, right. guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Take care. Serena, don't go. What? Don't go. Woo, woo. I'm not going nowhere.
That was awesome. Tim Shaw, thank that you is. so much. That was awesome. I love it. Long time. Um, I, I, I wanted to kind of like, I mean, you guys like, you guys really hit it off and it was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really wanted to do this and um, I was hoping to ask Tim to do this, but I understand it's late and it's time mm-hmm. to go, but we mm-hmm. need to do healing. Um, okay. You need it. I need yes. it. My kids need it. The world needs it. We all need it. Yes. Um, there's a lot of crazy things going on. Yes. The corona is getting stronger. Mm-hmm. And it's time to send that healing energy out. Ready? Once again. I, I'm gonna, can I go first? Because I feel it bubbling. I, I knew you would. I knew you would. You're on a roll tonight. So. I didn't I just miss any conflict, any harm, any negativity from those that are tuned in with us tonight. I remove negativity, negative people, toxic ties out of their life. We sever and we break. Any past vows or contracts that no longer serve them and serve their highest potential in good, I call forth healing and abundance, and I establish security, peace, and love in their life. And I remove all doubt and fear. You do not have permission to settle here. Amen. All right. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, Archangel Michael, all of our spirit guides, Raphael, and all of the archangels, please come and gather around all of us and guide all of us. And please help heal all of us. Help guide us all into safety. And please help guide us all of our society into making better choices that will lead us to more security, better health and better leadership all around. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for guiding us and bringing us all together tonight. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you, everybody. For coming on tonight, I'm going to end the show a little bit differently tonight um, because I love this. So, this is a song, guys. It's by, it's from a YouTube channel called Playing for Change. And it is a Bob Marley song called One Love.
Sing a Zarina.
Alright, guys. I just want to say this is Zarina reminding you guys to be the medicine. Thank you for that. Yes, everyone, please be the medicine. Everyone, know it. it is one love. One light. Everybody, I love this song. I was on mm -hmm. vacation and the DJ played the song at the pool. And, man, I just busted out singing. Because this song hits me in my heart every time I hear it. Uh, playing with Ch for change, um, this YouTube channel, um, they they go to their YouTube channel, watch their videos, and it's 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 amazing, guys, what they do. It will bring tears to your eyes once you uh, connect empathically. I promise. So, everybody, with that, I hope you all take in the healing. Light and love, we sent you all tonight. And um, again, Tim Shaw, thank you for an awesome show. It was so much fun. Um, we went down so many rabbit holes and everything. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again because I. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, thank you everybody for uh, tuning in. And with that, I am going to wish you all a very happy rest of your week. I hope we helped you over the hump and help you carry on to a very safe and happy and healthy rest of your week and you are able to enjoy your weekends or whatever your day off may be. So with that, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy. We will see you all next week. Zarina, do you know who our guest is next week? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know who our guest is next week? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You, do? you really want to know? I know. I, I, I want to know. I really want to know. What? What? What you want to know? What you really want to know? So, our guest next week, because it is the 15th. Wow, July is flying by, guys. We're having the goose. And oh, yes, the rest of his podcast, what? they'll be on um, the Goose's show. Do what? What's mm -hmm. Goose's show called again? The Crypto Heads. The Cryptic Paranormal Show. Mm -hmm. um, I call them Crypto Heads. Yep, that's what he calls. He, that's what he calls his listeners. His listeners, the Crypto Heads. They are on tomorrow night. They have a great guest too. Another, um, mm -hmm. So um, they're here on the RU Media Network. Make sure to check them out and then check us all out next Wednesday. And then after that, it is my daughter's birthday on the 22nd. So there's no show on the 22nd. I'll be celebrating the birth of my eldest daughter. So, um, but then we come back. I'll be available for a date on Wednesday. Oh, Just saying. There it is. She's throwing it out there. She wants a, a Tinder magic thing to happen. No, Tinder. Uh-uh. Oh. Well, you can you made that comparison. I was Taco. Back. Taco. I was backing, I was going back to the, the thing about the magic and the Tinder thing. I was trying to make a funny. <laughs> no. Totally, Just totally tacos. Prepared. Just tacos. Just tacos. I, I had to stop because there's a joke in there that is not uh, paranormal appropriate. Ooh. So, paranormal appropriate. I just made that up. Look at that. I, 
I know. Can that you phrase, just, you, that I is know, not right? Paranormal appropriate. I'm, I'm I know. That That's so PA. That's a PP. And I know. It's like, you know, how things are politically correct? Yeah. PC? Now you just invented a whole new, a whole new parallel thing. thing of awesomeness. Parallel paranormal appropriate. PA. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we coined that right here on Into the Abyss. So people start to say it. They stole it from us. That's right. Don't be Gilmore. <laughs> All right, guys. It is time to go. Thank you for tuning in even longer. Everyone have a great week. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.